0: shop at acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations download the acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com
1: 93.3 wmmr audio on demand presents the preston and steve show podcast and now preston and steve's news update with kathy romano all right today
2: is monday april 10th good morning kathy
3: Good morning in the news this morning. Three unions representing full and part-time faculty members at Rutgers University voted Sunday night to go on strike. The strike will begin at 9 a.m. this morning, according to its organizers. Anyone participating will be withholding labor from the university to man picket lines on campus. This comes as union leaders say they have been bargaining with the university for a new contract for over a year.
4: When you're a teacher and you go out on strike, you've got to make sure that your signs are written properly, right? Oh, yeah. It's got to be, a, a,
5: you got to strike like bullets.
3: In a statement, union leaders said that they want equal pay, equal work, a living wage for all, job security, race and gender uh, equity, and a fair salary increase. Uh, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy released a statement on Twitter inviting uh, the university and union bargaining committees to meet in his office on Monday for a productive dialogue between the two parties. Just last week, Rutgers President Jonathan Holloway released a statement uh, saying in part, if a strike were to be called, the university would have no choice but to make every legal effort to ensure that any job action does not affect our students' academic process, uh, progress. The statement continued to say that the university had already offered union leaders enhanced compensation programs that would increase salaries for full-time faculty by 12%, 3% in lump sum payments to all the faculty union that would be paid out over the first two years of the new contract and more. Holloway also provided a link for record- students for updates on the strike and important information to know going forward. Flames destroyed a home of duplexes in Chester County on Sunday morning just as residents were starting to celebrate Easter. The fire started at approximately 3 a.m. in Parksburg uh, on the 100 block of Washington Street. Fire officials say it began in the back of one of the duplexes and spread to two neighboring units. In total, six homes were engulfed by the blaze. Officials say approximately 80 firefighters were needed to get the flames under control. One firefighter suffered injuries when he was briefly trapped inside of a home. Uh, No other injuries were reported. The Red Cross is helping 22 displaced residents at the Parksburg Borough Hall. Many escaped with nothing but the clothes on their backs. Officials say donations are being collected for those displaced and gift cards to grocery stores, Walmart, Wawa's, places like that are very helpful. Parksburg officials said that Dunkin' Donuts provided donuts and coffee to the victims. Uh, Some people and a councilman brought over uh, Easter dinner. Investigators are still working to figure out what sparked the fire fire. Gas prices surged in New Jersey and around the nation as uh, at large following OPEC's announcement last weekend that it plans to cut production by more than a million barrels a day starting in a month. AAA Mid-Atlantic says the average price of a gallon of regular g- gas in New Jersey on Friday was three thirty-six, an increase of $0.11 cents from last week. Drivers were paying $4.13 a gallon uh, on average about a year ago this time.
4: Kathy, I'm making my own gas at home now. And <laughs> oh, it's, it's actually it's pretty good. I use kerosene and Five Alive.
3: Ciao <laughs> In South Jersey, the average price for a gallon of regular fuel is 15 cents higher from last week. Drivers in Philadelphia and surrounding suburbs are paying 13 cents more compared to one week ago. And drivers in Delaware are averaging $3.48 per gallon, which is up 12 cents. Now, the national average price for a gallon of regular gasoline is $3.58, which is up 8 cents from last week. Drivers were paying $4.15 a gallon on average a year ago at this time. Analysts say the oil market has had a few days to digest the OPEC announcement and prices have stabilized for now, but since the cost of oil accounts for more than half of what consumers pay for gasoline, drivers may not catch a break at the pump anytime soon. Mm. In sports this morning... The Sixers wrapped up their regular season with a win over the Nets in Brooklyn. In a game when most of the starters for both teams rested, Shake Milton scored 20 points and led the Sixers to the 134-105 win. The two teams will play each other in the first round of the NBA playoffs, which will start uh, later this week in South Philadelphia. Game one is on Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock. The Phillies lost to the Cincinnati Reds yesterday uh, afternoon at the ballpark. What the f*** is it? Jake Carelli hit a bases-clearing double in the ninth inning to lead the Reds to a 6-4 comeback win. Alcum hit a two-run home run for the Phillies, who were able to complete the three-game sweep. They are at home tonight as they open up a series against the Miami Marlins. Matt Stram will get the start at 6-40. The Flyers lost to the Boston Bruins 5-3 last f- night in South Philly. The Bruins now own the NHL's single season wins record thanks to David Pasternak's hat trick leading the team to their 63rd victory. The win snapped the tie with the 1996 Detroit Red Wings and 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning. The Flyers have only two games remaining in the regular season and their last home game is tomorrow night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock and at the Masters, John Rahm closed with a 3 under 69 to pull away from Brooks Kepka, who won by four shots over Kepka. 52-year-old Phil Mickelson matched the low score of the tournament with a 65 and became Came the oldest runner-up in Masters history. Rom now has a green jacket to go along with his U.S. Open title he won in 2021 at Torrey Pines, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy.
2: Welcome back, everybody. We had a little time off, a little downtime, a little uptime, a, up a little side time, whatever you want to call it. But uh, various times, we have returned uh, with uh, w- with a lot of stuff on our yeah. plate, and it's a beautiful thing. So, uh, a couple things to bring you up to speed on: we have a new Word of the Week prize, we have a four pack of Front Row tickets. And early access uh, pit passes for the Monster Jam, which is this Saturday at Lincoln Financial Field. So we'll do that at the end of the program, your chance to win. We also have an opportunity starting today for you to win uh, something special. It's a $1,000, and it's uh, MMR's Concert Cash Contest. So we'll get that underway at 8 o'clock, and I'll get you the details a little bit later are we being open about what our announcement is? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. we already oh, are yeah. doing that. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I have been 100% up to speed, but we are going to announce the lineup of the MMRBQ. And people have been asking about it for a while now, wondering uh, what the hold is, and obviously it's not going to be at the, uh, uh, the the earlier date. It's going to be a little bit later in yes. the year, but we'll get the information and the artists that are going to be performing Later on this morning, so around 8 o'clock-ish, when we get to the Bizarre File, that's where we are going to reveal the information for MMRBQ 2023. And with that, the concert cash contest that we are doing, we have a chance to not only win a $1,000, but we also have MMRBQ tickets for you to win, too. So it's pretty simple how that works. We've been doing this type of contest for a number of years now. But I'll remind you how it works. Uh, Listen at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3, and 5 p.m. We announce a keyword, and then you have 15 minutes uh, to enter that. And you can do it via the the website, wnmr.com. Or you can go to the MMR app on your mobile device. Or you can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. When we reveal that information, I will I will pass that along. When I, when I give you the, the keyword, I will tell you how to enter it as well. So that happens today at 8 o'clock. Excellent. And then we will do it again at 10 a.m. as well. So a couple of chances this morning alone to win a $1,000 and tickets to the mmr And it's all sponsored by Meineke. So we have that taking place. We also have, as a guest... Uh, Mr. Chris Jericho joining us today. Love that guy. Yep. Fozzie is going to be playing at uh, Brooklyn Bowl. And the show is sold out, by the way. So we're going to talk to him anyway. And it is coming up on the 16th. It's always good to check in uh, with Chris because he's a great guest and uh, always plenty of things to talk about. So we have that and a few other things that we will get into through the course of this Monday morning together. So make sure that you are a part of it. We're going to take a break. We'll return, Stupid Question and Entertainment Report is on the way. The chance to win some goodies and hear about some wonderful stories. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us.
6: Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
7: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
2: Listen up, some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90 Nation or visit WindowNation.com and
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: So, Stupid Question Prize this morning. Family, four-pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium to give to you. And the question we'll go with is, in which country was margarine? Created. Oh. Which country
4: was margarine created?
2: Yeah, it was in 1869. Mm. Wow. I don't
3: like the taste of it. Really? Like, that's something that if if they use that and they don't tell you they're using it, Do you I freak can, out. No, I can tell the difference. Like, I taste it.
2: Oh. I can't. It's it's for some reason butter and margarine. I mean, maybe if I really sat there and had them side
4: by side, but I can't, like, you pick it out and go, oh, this is. This is
3: so, margarine?
2: what you're saying
4: is you can believe it's not butter as opposed to. <laughs> she <laughs> can right. believe yeah. it's not no, I can believe this crap isn't butter.
8: <laughs> There's definitely a, a different taste yeah, between it, butter to, and yeah. margarine, yeah, yeah, it, no it, doubt.
4: To me, I just think of it as a way to top your English muffin.
2: 215-263-WMML, let's see if you know anything else here. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we wait for your answer. Today happens to be the 10th day of April, and it's Haley Joel Osment's birthday, and he is 35
4: years old today. Just for the sixth sense, again, they've been running the crap out of that. Oh, Yeah. Want to give away the ending? <laughs> it's a great movie, man. It is a good he, movie. Was, he really he is amazing.
2: He he was, he, he just blasted onto the scene. So yeah. uh, he celebrates his 35th birthday today. It's Steven Seagal's birthday Another today. Another great actor. Uh, Steven Seagal <laughs> is 71 years old. He is a whale.
4: Oh he my is God, enormous. I know. I and know. watching footage of him demonstrate Aikido for Putin in Russia, uh, he's got these classes where they. The guys are basically just bouncing off him as they run right. against him. He, yeah, he's yeah. P- exerting no... Now, mind you, he he is a, a champion level uh, at a one point, At
2: one point, uh, he was in fine shape. It 200 was, pounds ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, now they just kind of do... Like when they would bring people to fight Elvis. Yeah, in the, <laughs> exactly. They would just bounce just, off of him as just well. Just fall down with a touchdown, you know. Uh, he's seventy-one today. Uh, the lovely Mandy Moore has uh-huh. her birthday today.
5: Uh,
2: she is thirty-nine years this old today. This is Kathy singing. Man.
8: <laughs> this is from Tangled.
4: Yeah, it's Casey one of your favorites,
8: favorites, right? Casey loves it. The movie's great. It is. The beginning, the first song. <clears throat> when will my life begin? Caught you. I no, it's on my uh, my playlist. I have you know, I have it so saved. I I love that song. When You're tangled.
3: She, uh, she was great in This Is Us. Like I I didn't know she could act like that.
2: Uh yeah she is She's great and if you've never seen if you want to crumble into tears a walk to remember yes uh which is Nicholas Sparks I of think course. right and That's just what that guy does oh my god Uh, So she is 39 years old today. Uh, Musician Brian Setzer has his birthday today. Love Brian Setzer. And the orchestra. Oh, man. Have they been
4: around recently?
2: Uh, Not that I have noticed. Usually he comes through town around Christmas uh, with the orchestra. And they do, you know, a Christmas medley or, you know, a Christmas show. Uh, But, man, what a great guitarist and a wonderful singer, too. He is celebrating his 64th birthday today. Actor Orlando Jones... And everything from uh, office space to the replacements and uh, bedazzled. And what are we playing here? Oh. Orlando. Orlando Orlando Jones. Very good. Uh, Katy Perry does. So he is uh, 55 today.
8: Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yes, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he was the main guy in uh, in that show. Pacific Rim. Yeah, I. But the Sons of Anarchy, I actually watched almost all of the entire series, and then I just gave up after a while because I was like, "You were tired of the anarchy." Well, I was. I mean, how many shootouts can you have on a highway between motorcycle gangs? And nobody get arrested. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah,
4: right. I mean,
8: That seems like a I little, little
4: yeah. hard to swallow, but yeah. that's the whole series. People are huge fans of it, though. Yeah. Yep. He's 43 today. Uh, the very lovely Daisy Ridley
2: of uh, The Force Awakens. I have some news concerning her in the Star Wars yeah. uh, uh, franchise in just a little bit coming up. Uh, the Last Jedi as well. She's also a mor- murderer on the Orient Express. She is 31 today. Uh, actress Shay Mitchell, or is, or is it actor? I don't know. Pretty Little Liars. Okay. I, don't, I don't even know what that show's about.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But that person... So you're wearing your Pretty Little Liars t-shirt. Shay
2: yeah. Mitchell is 36. It was a promotional item.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, there she is, Preston. She's she's quite a lovely young lady. She is a lovely young she's lady. She's known as Dollface on yeah. the show, apparently. <laughs> uh, then
2: you have uh, actress Sophia Carson. Steve, you would know her. Mm. She is from The Descendants. Yes. And she played Evie. Yes. On the show. Very beautiful. Very talented. 30 years old. Talented young girl. Today. Uh, so David Harbour's birthday today. Yep. And uh, Caroline and I are actually, and we're only taking it 30 minutes at a time, but we are finishing up season four again. So how many times have you watched season four of... This is the third time through for season four. Okay. We've watched every season at least three times through. Are
4: there parts where you can walk out of the room because you've seen it enough that you can go out and get a soda and then come back? If, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I can do that because we've seen it enough. But I tell you what, man, every time we sit down to watch, I'm like, I just love this show. And the th- the, the final episode yeah. is two and a half hours it's long. It's great. It's phenomenal. And each episode of that fourth season is an hour and a half long. So, I it's mean, still you get a full movie and more with every episode. The second most viewed Netflix series of all time, yes? Yeah, after Squid Game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, David Harbour is celebrating. You got to watch Violent Night. 48th birthday. I know. I yeah. got to. Oh, it's great. It says here he's only 48.
8: Yeah, he and I are the same age. Wow,
2: I thought he was a little bit older than that. He's a little bit older. A little bit older. All right, and then uh, the final birthday, speaking of Casey and his family and birthdays, it's his brother, Foz's birthday. Dave turns 50 years old. Big birthday for Dave.
8: Yeah, and you know what? I love you, Dave. I love you, Foz. Happy birthday.
3: Happy birthday to me. Wait, your brother, you call your brother Foz?
8: Dude, he's Uncle Foz.
3: And you named your dog Fozzy?
8: Yeah, well. Casey case he does that. So here's well, they the both licked their asses. <laughs> Remember, Reggie was
2: named after a friend of his, too. Yeah, That's my, right.
8: But Reggie's actual name, like, not my dog, but my friend Reggie, his actual name is Chris. But I did call Chris what? and say, yeah, You're listen, he type. was, his nickname for the longest time was Bird. And then it switched to Reggie. And, and I don't <laughs> even, we don't have to get into it. Uh, Kathy, to answer We're your question. <laughs> Fozzie's name was supposed to be Dave, because my brother, my father, my nephew, and my brother in law all, all named Dave, and I thought it'd be funny to name my dog. Dave, and then I, I bailed at the last minute, and just called him Fozzie. Okay. So there you go.
2: That would
3: have been really confusing.
8: All right. Yeah. Let's see if but we,
4: it's clear now. We can get an answer <laughs> is to it,
2: this is it? stupid question. <laughs> and we want to know in which country was Margarine created two one five two six three WMY. Let's go to Robert and see if he knows. Hey Robert, morning.
9: Hey, good morning, Kedsu. Kedsu's
2: buddy. All right, Robert. So, do tell which country margarine was created in, please. I
9: did
2: a paper on this in school.
9: France. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you did a paper on this, Robert. Yeah, back a in the day. Back in the day. All right. Did you get a good grade? I did I got an A plus. Right. How about
4: that? Well, for now, well, you get the French eight, Resistance and margarine.
2: You get a family four pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium. You can discover 65 tons of beach fun and check out the super sized sand sculptures that they have taken uh, that have taken over Adventure Aquarium. It's only for a limited time. You get tickets and info at adventureaquarium.com at the box office. Huge take for Super Mario Brothers. 146.36 uh, million worldwide. It did like over 377 million. So it's almost like 50 million over the projected uh, take for it. It, yeah. it was a
4: huge success.
2: Yep, and it was the second <laughs> second best opening for an animated film in North America behind The Incredibles two. Uh, so huge built in uh, audience. Yeah, uh, John Wick Chapter Four at number two, followed by Dungeons and Dragons, Air, Scream Six. Uh, his only son, and then you had uh, Creed 3 at 7, followed by Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Paint at number 9, and then Thousand and One, rounding out the top 10. Uh, We're going to start with an entertainment story about Jeremy Renner. He is managing to make positive memories with his family amid his recovery. Uh, The Avengers actor took to Instagram on Friday to share photos and video of himself with loved ones at Six Flags Magic Mountain Theme Park in Valencia, California. Footage posted to his Instagram stories from the trip shows him using a motorized scooter to make his way around the park, and there's footage of him navigating the park in the scooter. And it includes a written message saying, "Leading the best way I can." Now, this follow his post uh, follows up his interview with Diane Sawyer. Did you watch it? I did not.
4: Yeah, it was uh, good.
2: Okay, it aired on Thursday. Uh, the sit-down marked his first on-camera interview about the snowplow accident. And during the conversation, he revealed that he didn't expect to survive the incident, and that the recovery involved doctors rebuilding his eye socket with metal plates. Wow! In addition to metal being added to his rib cage and titanium rods to his leg.
4: So they had a computer-generated uh, depiction of how the accident occurred. Wow! Mm-hmm. Oh. And now it makes sense. So he's jumping up on the uh, the uh, snowplow, and uh, those big treads—you know, those big wide treads—are moving along. So he's trying to get into the cockpit to stop it, but he moves forward on the treads as they're moving forward. He falls down, face forward into the snow, and it rolls up on him. So, the fact that he's alive after seeing that computer uh, simulation blows my mind. Yeah. Um, So, a report from the sheriff's
2: office stated the accident occurred as Renner tried to prevent his nephew from being run over by the vehicle after it started to slide in the snow. So, was it, it... It was, this says it was sliding. Okay, so no, it's rolling. It's rolling. So was the, do we know if the engine was engaged?
4: I believe it was, yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Wow. You figured there'd be some sort of, you release something and it stops. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it has a a, a crush mode. Well... (laughs) Like a dead man's switch right, or something exactly. like that. Like a, your basic lawnmower hat.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the, he said, don't let me live on tubes on a machine. Uh, he was saying uh, what he told his family after the accident. He said, if my existence is going to be on drugs and painkillers,
4: let me go now. Uh, but he is bouncing back. And they're promoting his series, which is where they take these uh, RVs and they redo them as like mobile basketball facilities. And they yeah. donate them to charities. And it's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Uh,
2: Lance Reddick's family and his longtime attorney, James E. Hornstein, said are they are challenging the John Wick actor's reported cause of death. On Thursday, TMZ claimed that they obtained a copy of Reddick's death certificate, which uh, listed uh, ischemic heart disease. And uh the atherol- oh, no, forget it. No, I I gotta do this right. Doctor Mike said that my pronunciations of these things are getting better. he's the got other a bump ticker. Uh atherosclerotic coronary artery oh, disease.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh has thank you very much. Uh has as his cause of death. Now Hornstein said that the findings are not a result of an autopsy and are inconsistent with the facts known to the family. The lost actor died at the age of sixty. At his home in Los Angeles, Reddick's attorney said the wire actor was the most physically fit person I've ever known, and he ate as if a dietitian was monitoring his every meal. He was in good shape. Said the information appearing on the death certificate is wholly inconsistent with his lifestyle. On behalf of his wife Stephanie, the death certificate information is not corroborated and is inconsistent with the facts known to the family. So, well,
4: the family, well, the family could request an autopsy, right? I guess so well, right. I don't know
8: how late it is in the in the game here but listen uh, really healthy people can die you know like look at Bob Harper the guy from the biggest loser he was you know the, the yeah. fitness coach you thought this dude was in tip top shape but he just had bad genetics and and he had yeah. he didn't die but he no. had the widow maker and it was because he was in such great shape that he didn't yeah. die but
2: maybe maybe this particular you know, disease that they're mentioning. What's the name of it
4: again, Preston? Uh, It is
2: (laughs) uh, atherosclerotic coronary artery disease uh, and ischemic heart disease. I don't know. Maybe that has to do with something else, Case. Tonight at
4: the Met, Preston Elliott, (laughs) where we pronounce medical terms. (laughs) Did Dr. Mike really say you
2: were doing better with your He pronouns? did. He, I swear to God. That's a nice
10: compliment. Yeah. It was a
2: really nice compliment. Said, You're getting better, Okay? I love him so much. I know. He's <laughs> I think he thought he hurt your feelings by, <laughs> by
4: impugning your medical pronunciation. <laughs> Probably.
2: <laughs> All right. Bam. Margera. Oh, boy. Hit with a temporary restraining order after allegedly threatening the life of a man named Daniel Cardenas. Uh, so, according to TMZ, the 28-year-old claims in legal documents that Bam Invaded his home in the middle of the night last month, waking him and making a death threat. He accuses Bam of saying, you have 12 hours to leave the house or I will kill you with my brass knuckles.
11: You Mm. cannot be a jackass.
2: Uh, Cardenas claims his roommates heard the alleged commotion and eventually forced Bam to vacate the abode. However, Cardenas claims that uh, Margera came back 90 minutes later to confront him once more. He allegedly shoved a fistful of rings in his face and said, you have 12 seconds to leave. Wow. A court hearing is, any time. is scheduled for today. And he claims to, to reside in the uh, in an Oceanside, California house where Margera's supposed girlfriend, Jessica, and her eight-year-old daughter have stayed after he was arrested for domestic violence.
4: Uh, it, it, man, I'm afraid we're at the, the mm-hmm. ultra-breaking point mm-hmm. now. There's been something every other day with him. Uh, somebody... Somebody needs to do something. The main person is uh, him, but Jesus, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be
2: a—it's uh, bad, like a Robert Downey Jr. thing, where you know he's going to go after the judge. No, not no. that. He's, he's going to face jail time. Yeah, you know, yeah, yes, uh, yes, something,
4: exactly. Something is going to happen
2: if he doesn't reel it in now, where he's going to face jail time, and then that's um, that's the tough love. The,
4: uh, yeah, there was footage of him at a restaurant. And I guess his wife was there, and there he's he walks out screaming about custody and uh, exchanging mm-hmm. the kid. And, it's just, um, yeah, it, it's too much. Well,
3: I feel bad for the kid, too. Like, in that video, you see the dad. kid, he's just kind of sitting there with his mom, and like, neither of them are saying anything. They're just quiet, kind of in the corner in a restaurant.
4: And Bam's yeah. great with the kid, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yep.
2: All right, on to Rumors. Uh, Kylie the album. Kylie Jenner. No, not oh, uh, not Mac That was a good record, though. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was love Time bit. great. <laughs> do we have any uh, clips? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I'm sure we do. <laughs>
2: Give yeah. him a minute. Uh, Kylie Jenner and <laughs> Timothy Chalamet have sent fans into a frenzy as wild dating rumors Ooh. swirl between the pair. So the, yeah, the, the reality TV star <laughs> has been claimed rumors. to have uh, sparked a romance with the Oscar nominated actor.
4: Uh, are we, listen, we're <clears throat> Big Dune fans. Are we happy about this or oh. is
2: it a distraction? I think it's a distraction. Anyhow, it happened after they attended the Jean-Paul Gaultier show in January. Uh, an anonymous tipper shared the news of the unlikely couple's alleged new romance, leaving fans in a meltdown. Guess
4: who's
1: here?
2: Uh, Kylie split from... Traf- Timothy Chalamet! ...Travis Scott in December, while the Dune star was previously linked to Lily Rose Depp, after they fell in love while starring on the Netflix series The King, where uh, Timothy played uh, King Henry... And Lily played his wife, Catherine, of uh, Valoy, Valois.
4: Yeah. Uh, it's like a medical
2: term. So who knows if this is legit uh, or not, but it's out
4: there. Chalamet an impossibly good-looking guy, isn't he? He's got one of those improbable jaw lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but his yeah. eyes are... Um... Dreamy?
3: Oh, you said that. One nah. is higher than the yeah, other. Yeah, they're lopsided. Oh, yeah. Remember, yeah. he said that a while ago.
4: there's yeah. sloth, <laughs> losing out on the big stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Really? laughs> So anyhow, uh, we'll see if uh, <laughs> You're like Jason Alexander and Shallow Hal <laughs> if they end up dating. Like,
8: hey, I was the one who noticed a long time ago that that Tom Cruise's two front teeth yeah. were like askew. And he always had that like that kind of like the side smile. Yeah. Right?
4: Mm. And he so, went and
8: went and fixed it. Didn't yeah, he he did he
4: did. Yes, he yeah. He heard what you were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Timothy Shallow should fix his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, raise one cheek.
3: By the way, everyone's eyes are like that.
4: Um, no, mine are perfect, I think.
8: (laughs) He was, was he the son in uh, Interstellar? I think he's the son in Interstellar, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah.
2: He would have been a little kid at that point, right?
8: Um, or, or, or pretty young. Yeah. Well, it, it ended up when they were adults, it was Casey Affleck. But when they were children, when he leaves it, it the was, planet, think it was Timothy Chalamet at that I point. Did, I think very well might be. Yeah. Uh, Nick
2: is going to look that up and see if we can verify that, or is that
4: just a rumor?
5: Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. He freaking loves Fingerling potatoes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Interstellar, fifteen years old. Yes, yep. he was. Uh, he go. was in the film. So there you go. He played right. Tom. Uh, TMZ reports that Amanda Bynes is still on a psychiatric hold nearly three weeks after Hello? she was first
4: hospitalized yes. how, how long can you stay on one of those um said the, the point where it runs out right you have to go into an actual facility she's she's she had she's in, in, in police custody now that I don't know yeah. psychiatric hold maybe possibly but anyhow that that's
2: uh you're required to stay there right. if you're under psychiatric hold but sure. uh, yeah I'm not sure where may, what state I, I think is they she may, in? Oh, she's in California, I believe.
3: All right, let me check. Because in Pennsylvania, it's no longer than 128 hours.
2: Okay. But they reassess after a while and decide whether or not they need to hang on to you, right? I don't know. Yeah. Ah, hell. Ah, hell. Ah, well, she,
3: okay, so she may she may be staying there now. It says under California law, the only designated professional personnel can place a person in a 72-hour hold.
4: Okay, so so a doctor reviews her and says, yeah. okay. You can yeah. hang out. Sources said that she is not ready to leave yet
2: and that she will receive outpatient treatment once she does. Uh, Halle Berry is, well, she knows how to live. On Saturday, she does. the Monsters Ball actress shared a photo of herself naked on a balcony drinking a glass of wine as the sun shone down on her. And she said,
5: can you see my labia? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> She's very sexy.
2: No, she said, I do what I want to do.
8: Oh. Take my clothes off. It's like and, Cartman. I do what I want.
2: And then she, then she wrote it I very
5: much like Cartman.
2: <laughs> Happy Saturday. Uh, Rob Lowe surprised his son, John Owen Lowe, on a recent episode of the Drew Barrymore Show.
4: Rob Lowe's son is John Owen Lowe? Yeah.
2: And Barrymore commented on how the unstable stars support each other throughout uh, every high and low. And Rob responded by sharing that he's been in recovery for 33 years. Yeah. And he then presented John Owen with his five-year sobriety chip.
4: Oh. <clears throat> oh, so his son's going through it as well. Yes. Huh.
2: And John Owen said, I'm speechless. I usually have a witty retort. I don't have one for that. That was very nice of you. So
4: Rob Lowe got sober. You remember after that? He was I think he was at the Democratic Convention in Georgia a hotel and there was a he was drunk and got into a sexual dalliance that became sort of a scandal. Was and that
8: sexualizing videotape? Is that um, in around the... That, are those two correlated at all?
4: I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, um, but yeah, so... And he's been sober all that time. That's pretty yep. cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Valerie Bertinelli is giving her cooking show a farewell toast. The Golden Globe winner I didn't know she had a cooking show. Yeah, she's had it for... Uh, well, this will be our 14th season coming up. Wow. Um, in fact, we had her on the show to talk about it. Well, no, she talked I about... I didn't pay attention. She talked about judging <laughs> the... Um, uh, the kids baking show or something. Oh like yes, that it's of okay, familiar so with that. Yeah, but maybe maybe we talked about her cooking cooking show too. But anyhow, um, this will be the 14th season will be her last. She admitted that she was hoping the Food Network would change their minds after they canceled the show last summer. Uh, she said, "I got some good news and some bad news. The good news is tomorrow at 12 noon on Food Network, 14th season of Valerie's Home Cooking starts all, airing all new episodes. The bad news that it's the final season." She said Food Network canceled this last season. I don't know why. Huh. Uh, and She's delightful. I, <clears throat> she is. She said, I didn't say anything last summer because, honestly, I was hoping that uh, they would change her mind, but they have not. So this is it. This is the final season.
4: Well, her attitude is just take one day at a time, right? That's it, Steve. <laughs> That's a show.
2: She said that she loved making the show. Adding that it was uh, such a dream come true. Every single part of it uh, brought me so much joy. I love the crew. I love everybody in production. They love making this show for you. She's going
4: to travel, but she's going to avoid Cincinnati. She hears it's hot in Cincinnati. <laughs> I think it was Cleveland.
2: Cleveland. But well, whatever. It's, it's hot in Cincinnati, too. Yeah. No, it's yeah. WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. WKRP in Cincinnati and hot in Cleveland? Well, yeah. then where's, where's yeah. France? That's overseas. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, Valerie's home cooking premiered on Food Network in 2015. Uh, I didn't realize she's been cooking all this time. Featuring the actors and friends, including Betty White and Hoda Kotb and Mackenzie Phillips. Modernizing recipes passed down through her family before enjoying dinner with guests. Right, what, did, what did Mackenzie Phillips make? Here's a dish my dad loved. Uh, she also co-hosts uh, and judges the Food Network's uh, Kids Baking Championship. So, uh, But I guess she's going to continue to do that one. Um, veteran actor and animal rights activist James Cromwell recently helped PETA save a baby pig that had been headed to slaughter. And in keeping with Cromwell's beloved piglet, who learns to herd sheep in the film Babe, he has named the pig Babe. Uh, we have, uh, I think, we have audio of this. We should, yeah. Uh, Casey, you Yep, see I got you.
4: Yep. All right, let's play a little. He bit. talked to, he met the pig first via Zoom, <coughs> and we have that. Hello there, little man. I understand your name is Babe. I knew a pig named Babe. What a smart little pig
2: she
7: was. Bet you are too. So you jumped off a truck so you wouldn't be somebody's Easter dinner? What a great thing to do. Nobody should have any animal for
2: dinner. Invite the animals to dinner, that's what I say. Uh, I loved you in L.A.
5: Confidential. <laughs> 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 oh my God! It just talked.
2: It's like the movie. Oh, it's great. Guy uh, Pierce and Russell Crowe.
8: And yeah. Yeah, it's just a fascinating look at Hollywood at that time.
2: Uh, uh, Cromwell, by the way, 83 years old, is an honorary PETA board member, and the organization announced Friday that he decided to help when uh, he learned a young animal had fallen off a truck on the way to a slaughterhouse that had been found scra- uh, scraped and covered in mud. Um, and of course, his experience making
4: Babe inspired him to go vegan. It's it's such a beautiful movie. I just watched it again recently. It is it is a tearjerker. It's uh, you know nothing's completely black or white. You know, the, and and um, there are shades of, of different people's personalities. But it's just a it's a it's a masterpiece. Um, he's the the facilities here in Pennsylvania. And I think my wife is going to go when they arrive there with the pig. So it's called the Indraloka
2: opens- Animal Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. I'm not oh. sure where in Pennsylvania it is. Do you know? I, I
4: think it's Western PA. I'm not sure. So you going to
2: drive all the way out there so, to meet yeah. this one
4: pig? Yeah. Well, there's there's other things wow. that they're trying to finagle as well. All right. That's cool. Pet charity stuff.
2: We have another uh, clip of him. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to go to a sanctuary, and you're going to meet a lot of other incredible animals. And I'm looking forward to meeting you. I'll see you there. That'll do, Pete. Aww. this <laughs> mm. uh,
1: guy pierce like? <laughs> he,
2: he said... Uh, Enough already with Ted. That's not what we're talking about. He said, having the privilege of witnessing and experiencing Pig's intelligence and inquisitive personalities while filming the movie, Babe, changed my life and my way of eating, and so I jumped to the chance to save this real-life babe.
8: Do you know anyone who has a... Uh, who's had a do, pet well, pig? pig? Yeah, yeah. I have my buddy uh, in... In fact, I think when he was at Westchester, they had a pet pig named Bacon. Huh. Yeah. Who was, wait, who was Kevin. big Nose. Okay. No, not big Nose. <laughs> Stella.
3: They had, I believe they had a, a chicken for a little while.
8: A chicken as well?
2: <laughs>
3: I think so, for a little while.
2: What would you name that? Uh K- or something like that? I so Bacon, maybe Nugget? Yeah, yeah
3: oh, Nugget. Oh, like
2: I like it, Case. Uh, so, uh, according to Variety, Barton Fink actor Michael Lerner passed away on Saturday at age 81. Huh. He's one of these guys that you look at and you go, that guy. Character actor, tons of stuff. He was in a, a lot
4: of Coen Brothers stuff.
2: Uh, his oh, nephew, yeah. Sam Lerner, shared the news on Instagram on Sunday. He said, we lost a legend last night. It's hard to put into words how brilliant my Uncle Michael was and how influential he was to me. There's
4: a, That's a dude I would have loved to have interviewed. Yeah. Tough of not. stuff.
2: Nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in his role in Barton Fink, and he also held uh, roles in films such as Elf, Godzilla, X-Men Days of Future Past, A Serious Man, Blank Check, and No Escape. Was
4: he a good guy in Barton Fink? Because
8: I've never seen that movie, but
4: uh, I I I saw it so long ago, Case. I don't remember. Okay. I saw it once. To be honest, I was not a huge fan of that movie. It was Okay. Okay. Uh you I feel bad because what?
8: Because I don't like him, but I don't know him as a person. But every character well, he plays, I'm like, I don't like that guy. Well,
4: drive to his uh, gravesite and piss on him.
8: What? No, oh, no, wow.
4: no, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay, I don't know right.
8: the guy, but I know he, he is. The he was. He, 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 plays. he actually
4: played a lot of good guys, too, in, in other movies. But he did tend to play the gruffer character. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, he is a classic character actor. Tons of stuff. Uh, and then
2: uh, one final story. Lucasfilm revealed more uh, info about what's ahead for the movie side of the Star Wars franchise. It announced three films. One which will feature the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey. Uh,
4: that film, what? I am I'm 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 over on your side now. I'm, I'm Star Wars out. Yeah. I, but you know what, Preston? The, the final nail for me has been the third season of the Mandalorian. Has been so. Cruddy! Oh, yeah. really? Like, like I'm like, oh man, come on, man! They're okay. looking to sell Gobu, baby Yoda toys, and that's what they're doing. And I wow. mean, I love this show. That was like, okay, that and Andor and and, but I mean, man, it's it's too much. Well, here's what they just don't tap need. tap the brakes on this. They don't
8: need somebody. They, the foil doesn't need to have to like try and conquer space. They, you know what I mean. The Jedi is cool enough that they could just be. They could be like the Pink Ladies. Well, no, but they could be... Oh, you know, by the way, I started watching that uh, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Fell okay. asleep, but anyway. Uh, is that a Star Wars movie? Rise of the Pink Ladies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on, what was I saying? <laughs> no, but like, he they could May be the like... May the Rids be with <laughs>
4: you. Space Sheriffs. <laughs> well,
8: that's kind of what Mandalorian I've, I've
1: is. I've heard yeah. that she has a bun in the
2: oven. What was that? I've heard uh, she has a bun in the oven. Oh, a bun in the oven. All right, well, uh, anyhow, the film will take place 15 years after the events of uh, The Rise of Skywalker, the final movie in the Skywalker saga, and the most recent Star Wars movie uh, to hit the big screen, it will center around Rey performing a new, or forming a new Jedi order. She
4: should have a nail salon. They should go in a completely different direction. Rey's nail salon.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't they?
4: But enough, I want to hear about you, girl.
2: Uh, a movie from James Mangle will dive into the origins of the Force. This sounds kind of interesting, and the Jedi, and it will be set twenty five thousand years before anything else we've seen in the Star Wars universe to date.
4: So it's so it was a it was a long time ago to begin with, and now it's longer and l- much longer before the Star Wars. Tri- so all the Star Wars movies that we see. Are occurring in the past, right? Yeah. That's the the, wow. the time frame. I guess so. Are any uh, Ryan Johnson news? Because he was uh, supposed canceled to cancel Direct Three.
2: Yeah, they, yeah.
4: They, they, he had a whole trilogy lined up, and they they've canceled plans for that.
2: Oh, That's wow. a shame. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, they're they're planning more movies. We'll <laughs> see how they go. All right. Uh, we're ready for clips. Uh, the new film Paint follows the journey of a failed television show painter, and here star Owen Wilson talks about it. Sorry. What's up?
8: I wasn't ready. Okay.
2: I love uh, you. So, <laughs> I just want to tell you I love you. Uh, Here, Star Wars, uh, not Star Wars. Here's star Owen Wilson talks about his dream of becoming an actor. Here we go.
0: I think just growing up in Dallas to have said you wanted to be an actor and be in movies would have sounded like, okay, yeah, me too. And, and then I want to go win the lottery after that. It would have just sounded ridiculous. Shut the f*** up!
2: Sounded. <laughs> Uh, He's
4: basically playing Bob Ross.
2: They're clearly going for a Bob <clears throat> Ross thing yeah. with the uh, the hair, with the, at least his look. I don't know if if the whole delivery is going to be the Bob Ross. It is. Thing or not. Oh yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. That's the whole approach. I don't know why they just didn't make a Bob Ross. Are, are they making one? Maybe they're making a Bob Ross biopic. No, they, this.
8: I think uh, another painter comes onto the scene. It's almost like Death the Smoochie. Where uh Oh like,
4: like a competing painter? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe.
8: <laughs> listen, I've been wrong about so many
4: things. <laughs> or I, maybe I, Nell comes in. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: she's on
12: Kong Kong.
4: Yeah, Ah, she's throwing his easel around. Little happy little Kong Kong here. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little side on Kong Kong over there. You need it. what's that on the side of my Kong Kong? <laughs> <laughs> but Nell's got the paint all over her face. Uh, She's eating the brush. It's not as relaxing as Bob Ross. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It might, it might be ASMR triggering yeah, as well. It it, Bob Ross was. Well, she was like a So tie tie. Yeah. yeah. So
4: a over her
5: mm.
2: a on a all right, paint's in theaters now. Here's a nice clip. The second season of Schmigadoon is back with more musical numbers, comedy, and heartfelt moments. In this clip, Keegan Michael Key talks about his new opportunity in the second season.
10: During Schmigadoon, the hardest part of being part of that project was that I couldn't sing and dance and bop along to the music the way I wanted to, the way that I, Keegan, the person who loves musical theater, wanted to. And so I was just, like, stand there, and the director was always just like, Keegan, less movement. Stop moving. You don't like it. You hate it. Remember that you hate it. So I think that Cinco Paul must have noticed that and was like, okay, let's give Keegan a couple of numbers this time around.
2: Schmigadoon is out
4: now on Apple TV+. So I watched it uh, on the time off. Uh, I'm caught up. And uh, it's great. It's very funny. And if you... uh, So the first one was very much like um, The Music Man, that type of musical. This is Cabaret, Chicago... Um, and oddly enough, hair, you know, so like the, the those uh, Godspell uh, sort of mixed in. So okay. it's, uh, but it's it's more overtly comedic this time around. All right.
2: And that is the last uh, story I have in the entertainment news. We have a lot going on today. We are going to reveal the lineup of the MMRBQ, the on-sale t- on ticket information, all that stuff coming up right around 8 o'clock, a little less than an hour from now. We're going to spill all that information out. And at the same time, we have to do both of these in the same shot, right? Yes. Yeah, then we we also do the concert cash keyword. Uh, and that has to be as close to 8 o'clock as we can get it. So we're going to try to put all this stuff together. And it's an opportunity for you to win. Not only takes the MMRBQ, but a $1,000 to boot. We'll tell you exactly how nice. that's going to work. We're also going to talk to our friend Chris Jericho a little bit later on this morning. So we're going to take a break and come back in a moment and get to it all. So please hang out with us.
3: Hey everyone, it's Kathy Romano. Spring is here. Now let's get that ponytail ready for the chopping block for Kathy's Cuts. We're supporting Wigs for Kids and helping children look themselves and live their lives. Donate your hair to Wigs for Kids on Monday, May 1st. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Make sure you meet the new minimum requirement of 14 inches of hair. Then make an appointment to join us on May 1st. You'll receive a new short hairstyle by the amazing stylists at Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Donors will also get refreshments from Dunkin', a Kathy's Cuts t-shirt, and a gift bag from True Beauty Concepts. Don't wait. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com to sign up. Kathy's
6: Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
2: Our good friend uh, Victor Fiorello at uh, Philly Mag had an article recently uh, it was kind of picking apart uh, the Forbes uh, World's Billionaire list yes. and kind of breaking it down uh, into who in our area falls on that list. We have
4: a well-moneyed area, yeah. Old
2: money. Only a couple of people, uh, only two people broke into the top 100. I- I'm sorry, one person broke into the top 100. Do they work for Beasley? They do not no. work for Beasley.
3: No, no, but this is like, these are like billionaires. Billionaires. Like this, this, the this richest just, people
2: in the world. Yeah. 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 This
8: is, this guy be Brian Roberts,
2: right? That guy? No. Uh, no. Uh, actually, it's a guy named Jeff.
8: Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah. He invented that. He trademarked insane. that He's phrase. He
8: invented yeah.
4: He made his initial fortune off of LOL. Uh, it, no, his last name is spelled Y A S S.
8: No. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, and so he's the only one that broke into the top 100. Um, it says here in uh, Victor's article, the poker mastermind turned global options trader who runs the main line's secretive Susquehanna International Group. Susquehanna. And he said that uh, the billionaire, he said you might also know him as the billionaire and rising GOP mega-donor who's gaming the tax system as ProPublica described him in 2022 in a headline about him.
8: You know that the average billionaire (laughs) uh, only pays 8% in, like, income tax? Really? Yeah, whereas, like, everybody else is uh, something like, I don't know. 25, 30, 33% something. Got to game the system. They're good. They're smart. They got all those people working for them. Uh, yes,
2: yes. who has long made Lower Marion Township his home, didn't just land in the top 10, he landed in the top 50, actually. How about that? At number 48, he has an estimated net worth of $28.5 billion. I kind of
4: thought we'd have a few more...
2: At least two or three billionaires in the area. No, there's more billionaires. They're just not these high, super oh, high-ranking oh. billionaires. Not so, like
3: in the top fifty,
2: yeah. So uh, he is. Twi- I don't want billionaires to be the best, but he is twice as rich as the second richest <laughs> person uh, from the Philadelphia area on the list, and that person would be number one fifty-one, Michael Rubin. Oh, former, there you go, former Sixers partner. Who is now CEO of sports merchandising company Fanatics? Man, I've been
10: trying to get him on the show for a long time. <laughs> I know, and, yeah. and uh, I, I know some people who know him, and I, I think he'd be a great interview. Yeah. if he did a lot of good things for for the uh, Sixers. Uh, and Matt Cord says he's a really nice, approachable
2: dude. Okay, well, let's get him on. We if, keep trying if, to if whittle if away. We could, please, if, if anybody knows uh, Michael Rubin, tell him that we're we're okay. And mine like too, to Preston.
4: Hey guys.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh so he is uh ele- he's worth eleven point four billion, according to Forbes. These things are never one hundred percent spot on accurate. No, no, but they're pretty close. Yes. Uh by the way, he bought his uh daughter a tank for her sixteenth birthday. <laughs>
8: what? <Man. laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know what the story is behind. Like an that.
8: actual like uh, army tanker.
2: Yes. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um it also pays for his money also pays for his eleven thousand square foot home on five acres in Bryn Mawr. A seventy million dollar California home, originally designed for Ronald Reagan, and a forty three million dollar penthouse
4: with a pool in Manhattan. I saw the <laughs> this, um, this super cool house. I had to be one of these billionaires, but Preston's. So their their living room is adjacent to their pool, mm-hmm. but the pool is built up. Oh my gosh! So that there is, it's like aquarium glass on their living room, oh, so okay. they can see. The pool, halfway from the pool down to the floor is see-through. It. It's so cool.
10: Speaking of uh, Fanatics, there I, I, at least in my mind, there's a relatively new Fanatics uh, facility in Concha Hocken, Kathy. Like, if you're driving uh, west on the School Expressway, you look across the river. Uh, it's in one of those newer buildings right along the river, sort of near where the train station is. You know, there's, there's three or four of them in a row that are built similarly.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
10: and yeah. I think that's Fanatics headquarters now, but I'm not oh, 100% sure. In country? In Concha really, State. Steve? If you're driving west on the Skookle, next yes. time, b- right before you get to Conchita, look across the river, and it's uh, all over the side of that building. Huh. And I, I noticed it within the last uh, five or six months or so. I don't know how long they've actually
4: been there, though.
3: Yeah, those buildings. They but whatever business is there, they put the sign up pretty yes. big because I mean it's it's very it's advertisement. Visible. Yeah, yeah, you
4: have yeah. massive traffic every day.
3: Yeah, it's nice visibility there.
4: Uh,
2: Marissa wrote a note and brought it here. to here it says the tank was a joke on social media, as in. Watch out. She has her license now. This is uh, the only vehicle that she'll be safe in. Oh, uh, okay. So
3: So he didn't actually buy it?
2: I don't know. Did he actually buy it? Well, Marissa says, I don't know. Uh, But I bet you he could. I don't know. Marissa, what are you trying to say? I see you putting (laughs) your hands up in the air.
5: I mean, like, he pulled a tank up to the house for her to get into. Like, it was there. He went forward with the joke, yes.
12: Uh, From
2: Rafferty Tank. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Um, and then uh, the third richest person lives in Delaware County. Oh,
5: oh. Is, it, is it me?
2: Newtown Square, and okay. it's Casey Foster. Wow, wow. Uh, Jesus oh my Christ!
4: God. Wow, yeah. get that hot
2: tub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it's uh, the Mars candy heir, Victoria
4: Mars. Uh, she is the third wealthiest we uh, just, person. We were recently talking about her within the past year i want to say and i yeah, forget why, what, what we the, were. What, right what was the story pertaining
2: to? to i've forgotten it was a while back but i remember that yeah. i'm gonna yeah.
8: knock up at her house because i have a question for her is the snickers with almond Get away it's... the new is that what the mars bar used to be do you know have you guys had the snickers with almonds? because no. mars bars don't exist anymore and i love those
2: i did like mars bars yeah yeah i agree uh that is a,
8: that's a good question
2: that, that very well could be yeah. pretty damn close to it. Yeah, should I? Should yeah, I you knock you up at her house? You
3: should go there. Yeah, you yeah. should.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think that gives you, that's, uh, that's an, an Step avenue. Step away from
4: the house. Into opening a
2: discussion oh. yeah.
4: with Victoria Mars. Did it have to do, no, oh, no, that was another guy. I'm thinking of acquisition of Parkland, but um, no, Okay. So uh, she is the wealthiest woman from the area,
2: and uh, she is uh, number one hundred and ninety-five, and is worth nine point six billion (sighs) dollars. Wow!
3: Um, Speaking of land in Delaware County, did you see? um, And I read it briefly. I can't remember if we talked about it before we went on vacation or not. But um, that there was a a large—I forget how how many acres of land uh, purchased. Somewhere in Delaware County, and it was under a company name that was connected to Shyamalan.
8: Yeah, so... Did you see that? I did. I did not. Well, so people were really happy about it because they were worried that somebody was going to come in and develop it. That they were going to take this hundred and... Let's just say, hundred acre plot of land and just put houses there. And so, so people were happy because... And Shyamalan bought it. To keep it as it is? Well, so... Or
4: make Shyamalan
8: world. What I heard was that... <laughs> Uh, that uh, he's going to use that land to, like, you know, build houses for his daughters, and, and that's, that's oh, going right. to be where right. he has. So it's not going to be high-density
2: housing. Mm-mm, okay. No. All right. Uh, also, some other uh, rich people in our area that were not on, uh, you know, in the top 100 uh, on the list of uh, richest people in the world. By the way, you don't have to be a billionaire to invite us over to your house. Yeah, we, no, you could be a hundreds of millionaires.
5: Yes, we're yeah. okay with that.
2: Yeah, hundreds yeah. of millions is fine. <laughs> So Sixers partner Josh Harris is number four forty two with five point eight billion. Where does he uh, live? What's that? Where does he live? I don't know. Oh, it does not say. Uh Eagles owner Jeffrey Laurie is yes. number six hundred and twenty-four with four point four billion. Campbell Soup heir, Mary Alice Dorrance Malone, hmm. is number six seventy-nine with four point one billion. I remember her house growing up, she had this uh, estate in
10: Paoli and it was unbelievably gorgeous. Um and it was like sort of back off of uh off of two fifty two. Uh, in between Paoli and sort of like Newtown Square, but man, was it just unbelievably.
8: Where does, <gasps> <laughs> where does Newtown Square and and like uh, like Waynesboro? Like, you know that that because I get a little bit confused. You go down because there are some- where, where
4: do they intersect or where do they.
8: I, I don't know where Newtown Square ends, but you drive back uh, past, like, Aronimo, uh Preston, and you t- turn down, like, Waterloo Road, and you, uh, there are these, just these beautiful, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Amazing houses. Like, estate like level? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's just one in particular. It's on this corner. Every single time I drive past, I'm like, man,
4: who <laughs> know who lives there. <laughs> the animals can
8: Yeah. No, I just
4: want to, like, knock up.
8: I'm like, who lives here? Yeah.
2: Uh, so I've, I've a friend who's, uh, who's very well off and lives in a super duper wealthy area and his neighbor's houses are unbelievable. Well, his house is unbelievable, but he has pointed out a couple of people and he's like, uh, yeah, that guy said, uh, is uh, a heavy construction company. Right. Uh, this guy owns a bunch of strip clubs. Yeah. Kid, you know, the Uh biggest house I've ever seen in this area. Strip club. (laughs) Strip club guy. I mean, it looks know, you
4: know, like it looks like a casino. Is it wow. Dean?
8: No, because I know no, it's where not Deans. Dean. Oh, okay. I know Dean's, where Dean's
4: the most unassuming billionaire. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh,
8: no, but I I know where Dean used to live, and he not yeah. uh, He I yeah, lived in he lived in Springfield Delco. But, what was his uh,
4: house? Um,
8: it wasn't opulent. opulent okay, that's the right word, right? I mean, it was yes. a nice house, but it was like it wasn't a, corpulent. No, it, it was a uh, it was Gregorian. It was um <laughs> it was a nice house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did he, right. did he pay for it in singles? Um, possibly.
2: Anyhow, anyhow. Let me get a couple more of these and I have something I'm gonna move on to. Yeah. Uh Phillies owner John Middleton is number uh-huh. eight fifty two with three point four billion. That's another guy I want to get on the show. And Comcast CEO Brian Roberts is number one thousand seven hundred and twenty five. He's got one point seven billion. We We've out. met Brian,
4: have we not? Didn't didn't he come out to or Dave Roberts we've met Many
8: times. We know Dave Roberts. Oh,
4: the weather guy.
8: No,
3: John Middleton was scheduled on uh, our show before COVID when we were at spring training. And then... I, I, I don't know what happened, but it was like abrupt, and they were like, "Yeah, he's not going to come on now."
10: I met him uh, at the in the playoffs last year. He came out uh, after one of the the um, series victories, and just nice not, guy, right? Could not have been a nicer guy, Steve. He was like tossing baseball out to a whole bunch of fans. There was a pregnant lady there, and he made sure that she got one. Like he's, he's just a, he's a great dude. He's a really good face, uh, face of the franchise as he well. He probably invite us over his house. Probably. Yeah.
3: I met him a couple times. He is very nice. He he's just like. Not really what you ex- would expect. Yeah. Like, he just seems like he's kind of like a normal guy.
10: He made his money in cigars. That's where the yeah. Middleton uh, family franchise came from. And it all went
4: up in smoke.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Ma. No. So, does he still have any interest in uh, um, in us cigar? Um, I don't know. Stuff? No, Is they that... so, they sold the company. It was passed down for generations, and interesting. It, was, it was a big deal when they sold it because it was not being passed down to um, his, to his son. Yeah. Wow. So, but they got. I think they got like two point one billion dollars for the sale of the cigar wow. company.
10: Also, wow. his son's a cool dude. I follow his son on Instagram, and he's like a film producer, and he does some really interesting stuff in Hollywood. And I think occasionally listens to the Preston and Steve he, Show. Really he does. Yeah.
5: Yes. All right, cool. What? Yeah. What's up,
2: dude?
5: Hey, my man. Hey, what's going on? Hey,
2: bro. So with that, there's another article uh, that uh, kind of goes in line with this. And it is uh, apparently uh, on a Reddit uh, group has um, uncovered a host of subtle telltale signs that someone is
4: very wealthy and you may not know it. So my father for years always <sighs> contended that um, you would not. And, and I did see empirical proof. Or at least anecdotal proof that um, you there you you will be surprised at who is very wealthy. There that a lot of times there are things huh. that they're doing that you wouldn't associate with the very rich, like driving along in your bends or you know eating grape papa or whatever. Right. Uh, and so the, this is an interesting article. So this is uh, this is
2: very wealthy. This is not just well off. This yeah. is very wealthy right. people. Uh, So these are some of the things that were pointed out, Um, and uh, the first one on the list is shunning designer clothing and logos. That's me. One theory is that uh, rich people tend to steer away from expensive and extravagant clothing from luxury brands such as Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga, and Gucci. Instead, they tend to wear solid-colored tops with a simple pair of khakis or jeans and uh, and sneakers with See, no, no logo in sight, <laughs> no, because they would they would have. A oh, that's really be of obvious
4: logo, of course.
2: Um, another subtle sign someone is wealthy is that their clothes fit them perfectly, as they have tailored the items they buy. Even though they may not be designer, they will get them tailored so that they at least fit properly. I think uh-huh. the
8: only thing that actually fits me are my socks and my underwear. Everything else <laughs> is like.
4: I you know so my suits. I look check like check out the fit of that underwear. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I agree, Case, because yeah. they're, they're elastic.
8: <laughs> I, I mean, I'm wearing sweatpants that like I think maybe fit me, and a shirt that might be a little bit too big. But I'm, that I, point,
4: what well, the point that he's making yeah. is actually very good. Yeah. They will take the time to tailor more casual, yeah. less they'll ostentatious clothing. They'll take sweatshirts,
2: right. and yeah. go and get them altered so that they fit right, or have the guy
4: come to their huge estate. Yeah and, yeah, and and actually right. just create them for themselves. you so. take in my underwear?
2: So uh, their clothes fit perfectly because they don't expect things off the rack to fit perfectly, so they have someone after them fit them. Uh, in fact, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who became the youngest self-made billionaire in 2007, at uh, twenty three, wears the same colored clothes every day: gray top and jeans.
8: That's like uh, Alfred Einstein. Einstein yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He explained that his uh, dressing the same <laughs> helped him focus on more significant <laughs> decisions at work. <laughs> Alfred Einstein is yeah. a genius. Alfred <laughs> Einstein.
8: <laughs> so, hey, like a rocket surgeon or
2: something. <laughs> uh, so Here is another thing that you may notice: a perfectly, uh, a perfect smile and brilliantly white teeth. Kathy, mm-hmm. super Ooh, rich. Man, she has got to be fabulously wealthy. <laughs>
3: Is that what it means? Yeah, wow. her
2: mouth doubles as a lighthouse. So these are just th- subtle hints that you can, if you notice, this this person might have more money than oh, you realize.
4: You're on to me.
2: Most rich people have excellent teeth as they have been going to the dentist multiple times a year for checkups and procedures their entire lives. Could
4: have, could having rotting teeth and one bloody nub <laughs> be just a way to throw people off the trail? Maybe. Yeah. No, no, I'm not that I don't have money. Uh, they also. Have, you, man, you think I'm wealthy?
2: They also have expensive cosmetic procedures done, such as teeth whitening. Yes.
8: You know, I uh, I, I worked this one event not that long ago at a bar, and I think that there was a we were giving away something, and the lady at the end of the bar won this thing, and she was hammered. Yeah. Right? And she walks away with it with the and somebody who worked at the bar is like, dude, do you know that? She's like loaded, this lady.
4: She completely bombed.
8: Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Money-wise, like like it was just, you know, you wouldn't. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I don't know how she made her money. Did they give you an estimate as to how, what her wealth was? Millions. Wow. Millions, yeah.
2: Uh, But somebody said teeth are a subtle sign. You can tell when someone's gone to the dentist multiple times a year that their entire lives that it's, and that's an expensive habit. So I mean I go every six months, yeah, I mean so like it's you're supposed to.
3: <laughs> Your insurance covers. Yeah. But wait, I guess
5: I guess to you, show
2: off. If yeah. you're getting uh, you know, all the uh right. the, the braces and, and the whitening, whitening and of zooms <laughs> and all those these things with the kind of the zoom and the braces and the whitening and the
4: straightening and the times. All
2: right, here's another uh, note of the very wealthy. They stay silent during money discussions. Uh-huh. So you can uh, tell that someone is financially secure during a conversation about money issues. I
3: well. As
2: they tend to go silent and stare at the ground. Yeah. And, sh- and, like, like kick the dirt around a little bit with their feet, right?
3: And they're like...
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, I guess this is the, like, overly... Overly wealthy. Yes, super wealthy. Uh, because, I, you know, I have a few people, I know a few people that have some money and Do you, that would not be the case for them.
4: So there is, I think there's a point at which some people are perhaps embarrassed by their wealth. And then there are other people who are thrilled by it and become, I wonder statistically what you're more likely to find. the The wealthiest of the wealthy, are they more likely to rub it in your face or i think they're going to uh,
3: and i think it has to do more- with their personality, personality too. Yeah. It, yep. d- it depends on the type of right. person i think has so money.
2: it's interesting because i mean listen i'm not crazy wealthy or anything like that i have a good living yeah. i've made a, a you know we've done very well in this yeah. show and so i'm comfortable and it, depending on whom I... Sometimes I'm a little embarrassed by
3: You that. are always throwing around how much money you make. All right, yes. don't I? So, yeah. in front,
4: well, in front of you
2: guys. You'll, like, to drop your
3: wallet, let the money fall out <laughs> and yeah. stuff. It's no, weird. but I mean,
2: depending on who you're Wait around, a second. Okay. You
4: went to register how much you make. I make a hundred <laughs> times more than you. Isn't that funny? Hey, mechanic, you just changed my oil. How much do you make an hour? Oh, my God, that's horrible. Preston's in here making it rain with hundreds. <laughs> Um, No, you're not that way. Uh, But that's... (laughs) That's
2: No, I'm saying there are times when I can be a little embarrassed by that. You know, I I don't know. It makes me feel
4: bad how little you make. Well,
2: (laughs) I'm embarrassed for you. Also, Preston, like it's... uh, when you're around
10: people who make a ton of money or have a ton of oh, money, my God. it can yeah. make you feel uh, a little less than. Yeah, you know? and, totally. And, so, and it's just, it's, you know, always sort of keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, Kathy, I wanted to ask you, I have um, uh, some family that have a little bit of money and uh, what one of their pleasures in life is finding knockoff bags. So they will go cheap and and find like a, a Chanel bag yeah, for <laughs> like a, a, you know, a Louis Vuitton bag or Chanel bag or whatever. And not because... I don't know. They they just, they'll, they'll go to like Canal Street and buy a fifty dollar bag. Well,
3: probably because if they're carrying it, everyone is going to think that it's real since uh, yeah. they have some money. <laughs> I
4: was just reading an article, and I it it actually is tangential to this, Preston, about about the super wealthy who like go to um who who likes coupon cut sure and and uh, you know LeBron then, so, James. So people would say, well, that's how they got wealthy. They yeah. they manage their money well, but. Yeah, it, it's kind of we don't think, "Oh, well, aren't you past that now? You don't need to do that."
8: Yeah, LeBron James is proud and brags about how cheap he is. Yeah, In fact, he tweeted something out the other day about how uh Some he's not, great he, deal he got. No, about how he's not going to have a blue check mark next to his name because he refuses to pay for that because he goes because well, you know. And then and then he just left it at that because wow, he's immensely in
4: being so cheap.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Frugal.
8: Hang, hang on, I want to go to this call. This is uh, Emily.
2: Hi Emily, good morning.
13: Good morning. You guys rock my world. All
2: right. It says here you're dating a very wealthy person.
13: Yeah, for almost four years now. Okay. uh, It was originally he and his wife were billionaires, but when they separated, each of them became 500 millionaires. Okay.
4: Wow. So he felt
13: like he was poor.
4: Okay. So at 500 million, Mm -hmm. he felt suddenly that he was poor.
13: Let me tell you, he's a Walmart shopper. All
2: right. So- so he lost half his money. I could see, even if you have $500 million, you're like, wow, Yeah, I
13: when,
2: lost half of what I had. When so- he shops
4: at Walmart, is he led around by a concierge?
13: No, absolutely not. He drives a Ford F-150. You would not know that he had a dime.
4: Well, that speaks, was- speaks to this. Does is- he spend his money? Is there one thing that he will spend his money
13: on? Yes, he He's afraid to be in groups. Like he won't go on a vacation unless it's on a cruise ship, where it's a narrow. Like he'll fly first class to wherever he wants to get on the boat, but he doesn't want to be, like around a like a, a beach. You know, we can't go anywhere except on a boat. So
4: everything is like a, like boutique hotels and 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 low population wherever he goes.
13: Uh, no boutique hotels. He wouldn't spend that money. It's oh. oh, well, a holiday, holiday Inn.
4: Oh, Holiday Inn. Wow. So
8: he end, sounds
13: like he kind of... And then on a, on the boat. Is he afraid for his life? Oh, absolutely. He thinks, oh, well, he won't go out to dinner. He won't go to a restaurant. He's, that... a, he's a chef. Okay. He will not go anywhere because he's afraid somebody will slip... Yeah, Emily,
4: that's... Into I'm sorry, he's afraid what, Emily?
13: Someone will slip poison into his food.
4: Well, it <laughs> sounds like he's a little deranged, Emily.
13: Uh, Howard Hughes-ish.
4: Yeah. Wow. Does he but pee in also, little mason He's
13: jokes? Also a MAGA. So I bear, I I have to keep quiet with my politics.
4: Well, so so let me ask you this: when when he's when he's out and about, d- d- is he ever out and about? D- does he take you out?
13: Um. Actually, like we'll do small. He lives in a very small uh, town that has nine hundred people, and we'll go to like a boat show because it's right on the water. Mm. We'll go to like a dragon burn in his area, but he knows... They have, have dragons
8: where he lives. Oh, my gosh. That's dragon, he yeah. A dragon yeah. they yeah.
2: Dr- <laughs> we're going to kill a dragon today in the park. I got in a full-on <laughs> dragon argument with my girlfriend over a break, but we can we'll save that Wait. for another time. <laughs> I need to know what a dragon burn is. What is that?
13: Oh, uh, at Christmas, uh, uh, New Year's, the whole town uh, builds a dragon. Is it a And phoenix? then as soon as, um, when Christmas trees are done, they stuff this giant dragon with the Christmas tree and lighted a flame. So it
4: sounds like you're a version of Burning Man.
13: It, it is. It's okay. a small version of Burning Man. All so it's right. It's like an alcoholic town. <laughs> they drink themselves
4: to oblivion. It's like Liquor Man. But, Emily, you're living a bizarre
5: life with this guy. But
13: yeah. It, it's a very strange. Where I'm, I'm on Social Security disability because of a tumors on my spine. So, it, at, you know, Christmas, it's, it's very sad. Like, I'll get a $50 gift card.
3: Oh, you need that, to find somebody else it. with that's money. It. That's like not yeah. even—you're not even dating someone with money. Yeah, I mean, you're not no.
8: even—you're
4: not even, not even benefit. You're not even able to suck him dry from his cash.
3: He might actually not even be yeah. rich. He
4: just
9: told you he was. <laughs>
13: Yeah, unfortunately, I know that he is. Okay. Oh,
4: damn it. All right. right. That does not sound like a very good relationship. No,
3: that sounds You know funny. what I do?
4: I Next time, push him into one of the Burning Dragons. Oh,
3: there you go. <laughs>
4: there you go. Wow. No,
3: first marry him so she
13: gets the All money
4: right. when yeah, he goes yeah. into the Burning dragons.
13: Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's my hard. God. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a little afraid for my life when I'm around him for too long.
4: Well, this it, is not a healthy relationship.
13: No, no, it's not a giving relationship. Right. Give me something like some of your money you give me some of that goddamn money
2: <laughs> emily i don't i don't i'm i'm lost in, yeah. in, in why in are contributing you this? to this conversation and and is and he well hung
13: well it's a different point of view i like food stamps is what i know he's so- le- he's letting you he
4: you're dating him and he's letting you live off of food stamps and you're you're in an in, in an almost poverty situation and he's not coming to your assistance at all
13: no, he will take me with, like, last year we went to the Panama Canal. We went to um, the Caribbean for three weeks. Like, that, he will take me where he's going. All right. But that's about it.
4: That is a weird dynamic there, I'm still Emily. I
13: trying to figure out what a freaking dragon burn it's, is. You, you, I Googled it. You make it a big
4: dragon, like a, a fake dragon, and no, then I, you stuff it with Christmas trees and set it on fire.
8: I know. I heard her say that, but I'm Googling it, and there's nothing. I mean, there's a song oh, called Dragons oh, Burn.
13: No, no, here we go. Oriental, North Carolina.
4: Oh. Oriental, North Carolina. Anyone can tell you that.
13: Yeah, that you know, well, you can go, look that up at towndoc.net. It's a, it's a whole thing about it. He lives right. in
2: North Carolina?
13: Yes. Hmm. Seven and a half hours, and I drive to see him, because I can't afford to, to fly. What? He it, doesn't
3: fly down there? Uh,
2: I'm, I'm, no. Hundreds of millions of dollars, and he won't fly there. All right. Yeah. Um, we're well, stepping
4: in. Emily, gonna, <laughs> have you, good luck. Thank you. Hey, listen, Gary (laughs) Gary, Lauer is single, right? Yeah.
13: What what do you love about Gary Lauer? Gary Lauer would
4: spend more on you
13: than this (laughs) half a billionaire. He's attentive. He does call like two and three times a day, make sure I'm okay, what's going on. Doesn't matter whether something bad is going on or not, like my heater broke. He's like, oh, that's a shame. Call your landlord.
4: Uh, No, no. I don't. I, don't I do not approve of this. I don't get it. I, I mean, I, if, if, if listen, if it's enriching your soul and you feel that there's love, perhaps. But I don't. I think he's mistreating you. He <laughs> has all this resource and he's not stepping in and helping you.
3: No, Emily. What's his? Where's his money from? He originally
13: he's a social worker. <laughs> that he bought property. Then he opened a catering company. He sold it to the guys who own 7-Eleven for ten mil. Then he married his extremely wealthy wife, um, and they bought. Hundreds and hundreds of hotels all over the country. Right. Wow.
8: Oh, okay. okay. So he says uh, mm. holiday Inns,
13: maybe? <laughs> well,
3: yes. As a matter of fact, some of them were. Mm. Okay. Wow. Are you, I here would be my guess, that you're not the only person he's dating. Yeah. And that's um, why he's not paying for, it's not like you're his one and only, and he needs to take care of you.
13: Well, how about his his separated wife? Moved back to the neighborhood Uh-oh. and things have uh-huh. been getting odd since then.
4: Someone else has been burning his dragon. Mm.
13: Yes, exactly. Yeah, so smoke that dragon.
4: <laughs> smoke that dragon. <laughs> this is the weirdest story I've ever
2: heard, but uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, color but, me intrigued. All right, Emily. Yeah. Good, all right. Good luck, all Emily. Fun. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye bye. It's okay. weird when,
3: pe- but it's weird when people have money. Yeah. You know, and sh- she didn't sound like she was in, in it just for the money. No. But like things. It does. It gets weird.
4: She mentioned Howard Hughes. There's a perfect example. Now, Howard Hughes dealt with uh, bipolar issues and so on and so forth. But, you know, I think you can... Like, this guy's uh, thinking people are poisoning his food and stuff like that.
2: (laughs) Well, I think the term that's used generally is eccentric. Yeah. When you have money, otherwise known as little nutty when you don't have money.
8: Yeah. Well, listen, when you have a lot of money, there is a a target on your back, right? And there's a reason why people want to stay... Um, Removed.
4: They think re- you're re- in it, you, that you're befriending them for money?
8: Well, no, no. Like, when you, let's say you hit the lottery or whatever, yeah. and you're like, oh, I don't want to release my name because now, like, yeah. now I'm a, a target for, you know. A, People to take advantage of you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or to sponge off of you. And, and or
8: to, I don't know, like, I don't know, kidnap somebody and ransom. No, and
4: Look at the Getty, the famous G. Yeah. Paul Getty, the kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, wow. or, or if people know you're wealthy, they're going to follow you around Walmart and ask you to buy things for them. That's right, right? Exactly. All right. So I
2: just uh, we have to hurry up because we've got we got to come back and we got to do. Oh yes, actually. yes. Uh, so real quick, um, these are some people. Uh, these have pointed out that these might be signs, subtle signs, that somebody is actually very, very wealthy. Okay. Uh, they use the phrase "we're comfortable" uh, when they don't want to brag about how much money they have. Uh, some take to driving an average but reliable car. Like she was just saying, he, like he drives up uh, in like uh, an F-150. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, suggestions were a Toyota RAV4, or uh, Honda CRV, a stuff Gremlin? like that. No gremlins on here. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. They keep their friendship circles small. Uh, they only select
4: uh, a few that they allow into their friendship circles. It sort of paints a sad picture of if you get that money, if you have that, if you want in life on that level... And you're living sort of a very, um, listen, the one thing like years ago when Claire and I were just starting out, you know, the big, we get a pizza and watch a movie on TV and hang out and had a great time. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it it seems like these people have the wherewithal and are depriving themselves on every level of life. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, how about this? You get to travel without a lot of luggage. That's, That's a good
5: true. thing, yeah,
2: yeah, because people have homes all around the world, uh, and they have wardrobes that are there, and they don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We should that all would...
4: look uh, into getting homes around the world. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I um, think
3: that would be the greatest, the, the most stressful part of travel not, for yeah. me is packing. Just I'm on, on a plane.
8: <laughs> when I we were down in Florida, and I had to come back for the play, like, I got onto the plane because I, I was just heading yeah. back to Florida anyway. Yeah. I was going, I left all my luggage in Florida. Oh, it was the greatest, getting onto a plane with, like, with nothing. nothing. Oh. Amazing. Uh, they casually partake in
2: expensive hobbies, which that's pretty obvious. You can do that. That's like a sailing, skiing, playing golf, stuff like that. Um, uh, they have a taste for the finer things in food, caviar and escargot, and so on. You never
4: develop that taste.
2: Uh, good education with bad grades. Like, you ah. can get into a great school even though you had lousy grades. You can be stupid. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So these are little uh, interesting, uh, subtle signs that scream that someone is very wealthy. So, And we were just talking about Forbes and the list of uh, the billionaires and uh, some that are in our area that are on this list. So a lot just, of them have three testicles. Probably. I had no idea. Had three testicles. That's, um, that's one of our billionaires. <clears throat> oh, <goodness. laughs>
4: He's making money right there.
2: I apologize to those who have been on hold, and I did not get a chance to go to your calls, but we have to take a break. Yes. We have money to give away. Speaking of all this money, Chad, we got $1,000. ain't a billion, but it's some cash that I'm sure you could use and would like. It's seed money. Yeah. It's like a billion. So what we'll do is we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the cash, the concert cash keyword and we will also reveal the lineup of the MMRBQ 2023 for you. This is our file, too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
1: Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com.
7: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address uh, on on the web. prestonandsteve.com.
0: Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available on select areas.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: I was going to do Concert Cash first, but Bill Weston wants us to do the MMRBQ uh, lineup uh, ahead of time. So we're going to okay. do that, and so it's going to give you a little less time to get in on, on Concert Cash, but he's the boss. So that's what yes. we're going to do. It's all good. I don't mind. At no, all. no. But we are happy to announce MMRBQ, ladies and gentlemen. It will be taking place... Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. So we're excited to pass that information along to you. Uh, What I need is the on-sale date. I'm sorry. I've I've got to make sure that uh, that that information is available, too, because we want you to be able to buy the tickets when they are officially available. Let me see here. You can get complete details at WMMR.com. Here you are. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Tickets started just $25 for the lawn while the supplies last. VIP and pit tickets also available, like we said, WMMR.com. And we are happy to announce performing at MMRBQ 2023 will be one of Philadelphia's favorites, Shine Down! Yeah! Shine Down! Loves Philadelphia. And I believe Philadelphia loves Shinedown as well. Uh, they've played here so many times, but each time uh, the people excitement always grows. Yeah. And yeah. so we're excited to have Shinedown yeah. on the mm Barbecue bill for this year. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Joining Shinedown on stage at MM Barbecue, sharing the stage or at some point, you never know,
7: we will have
4: the idol. Yeah. Billy's on a career resurgence, man. Yeah. Yep.
2: Billy Idol will be there, and of course, he's got a huge, huge playlist of awesome songs that we all know and have been singing for a long time. I just
4: saw footage of him in concert recently, and it's like, no time has lapsed from this song till now. And then surprises us with newer music as well, we're like, wait a minute,
2: Billy Idol is still kicking some ass, so shine down, and Billy Idol on the bill, also... Joining, and I'm really excited about uh, this group uh, and their opportunity to be here because they showed us a thing or two when they came by the studio. We are excited to have Larkin Poe. Love them Yay! on the bill. You're totally in love with them now, man. They were their their musicianship just absolutely blew me away when they were here. They're really cool people. They debuted uh, the song "Strike Gold" and yeah. never been performed live on the radio before, uh, and we just dug their passion and they're real real solid musicians and absolutely it's a, a, a bluesy rockish with a little bit of country flair thrown in there too so wish we're excited excited to have larkin poe to be a part of mmrbq joining larkin poe as well will be aaron jones
4: this song gets me fired up how many times do we play anything by him? Oh. And you go, this guy.
2: You and watch I, this guy. And I always crank the uh, the monitors up here in the studio. But Aaron Jones will be on stage once again at MMRBQ. If you're just tuning in, Saturday, September 16th, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets go on sale this Friday. And we're not done yet because another favorite will be on the program. We love these guys. Dirty Honey. No so Dirty Crazy Dirty. And you'll be able to see them live as well when you join us at MMR Do you
4: know something that's really great about this lineup, and we're still moving along, is that uh, all have great relationships with MMR.
2: Yep. All awesome. of them. Uh, so we have, uh, so far, Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, and, on stage as well, the band Finger Eleven.
4: <laughs> For all you fans of fingering... <laughs> Can't do better than this. Now, Casey, will you uh, will you
2: dance on stage with uh, this one? No, this isn't. Uh, this Friends. Is, you're thinking of Franz Ferdinand. I'm thinking of Franz Ferdinand. That's the but song. But I'll you dance, dance to. on stage for this. This has a great tempo for the uh, Casey comes busting <laughs> through
4: the door dance. You got to be like your like Boston's guy, yeah. the guy who danced out to the side. Uh,
2: and then a the band uh, we're going to learn more about uh, they uh, that will be part of the lineup is Tiger Cub. Hey. Yeah, hey. Tiger hey. Uppercut. Uh, No, but this is uh, music from Tiger Cub, and they will be rounding out. As well as MMR local artist Vixen77.
4: So this is an all-female band, very uh, punky, apparently, and uh, very polished, very cool. Uh, And also, we announced the return...
2: Of the Preston and Steve side stage, yeah. and we will be featuring live band karaoke sidearm, our karaoke band. Uh, was that not awesome last year? Yep, it was so much fun to have that side stage. When we get closer, we will uh, we'll give you the details on how you could end up on stage at MM Barbecue on the Preston and Steve side stage. So there it is, friends. Saturday, September sixteenth. Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, Shinedown, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey. (laughs) Finger 11, Tiger Cub, Vixen 77, and the return
4: of the Preston and
2: Steve side stage live band karaoke. And Preston Shinedown
4: is apparently doing full pyro, full everything, like full performance. Nice. going to be incredible.
2: Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Tickets start at just $25 for the lawn while supplies last. There are VIP and pit tickets also available. Complete details at WMMR.com. And you can also text the word FINALLY to 39333. That's funny. And we will send (laughs) link information. Listen, people have been texting us, emailing us, reaching out, asking uh, for months, when is the MMRBQ? Because normally we have it in May. Uh, and this time around, we've moved it to September. So we've had to wait for the right lineup.
4: There was a lot of juggling. And listen, a lot of these artists that, you know, are going out on their own tours, they're, they're making up for lost time. They've been sort of inert for a while. And so it was a lot of juggling to get everything together for this bill. And uh, yeah, they really worked their asses off to make it happen. And speaking of MMRVQ
6: MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: All right, we have your chance to win $1,000 and tickets to the mmr Here's what we're going to give to you. This hour's keyword is the word lucky. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and you can do it on the contest page, WMMR.com, via the MMR app, or text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets. To the mmr BBQ, Saturday, September 16th. I think it's going on sale Friday at 10 a.m. And winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Meineke, by the way. So the word is lucky. L-U-C-K-Y. Good luck to you and do it now.
1: Now. WMMR presents on Kristen and Steve. Steve.
2: Brought to you by Pro Team Collision. Your certified collision repair center, if you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. So while we were off, I got sent this the most to be added to the bizarre file, and I will begin with it. A Florida man is facing numerous charges after authorities say he stole a school bus. One moment. He stole a school bus in York County. And used it to haul a dead deer home to use as a fertilizer for his garden. Seems to make sense. Tony J. Saunders was arrested by police Tuesday. as charged with attempting to elude an officer receiving stolen property, resisting arrest and reckless driving after leading police on a chase from Dillsburg to Lower Allen Township. I need
4: a school bus for this.
2: Officers were notified Tuesday about a school bus stolen in the Dillsburg area. Officers... On patrol later spotted a bus matching the description, turning its lights on and off intermittently in a Giant Foods parking lot <laughs> before turning on Route 15. Officers pursued the bus uh, to the Mechanicsburg exit before attempting to pull over the driver. The driver stopped, but immediately pulled away. Authorities continued to follow the bus, which officers said was winding in and out of traffic erratically before heading to a nearby neighborhood. Once there, the driver later identified as Saunders, stopped and fled on foot through a wooded area. Police pursued him. Authorities said he removed his clothes while leading officers through parking lots and busy traffic areas. So he had this all planned out. Police eventually apprehended a naked Saunders, who admitted to taking the bus earlier in the day after crashing a BMW. I, I needed fertilizer. When questioned by police, the report said Saunders took police. Uh, to, I'm sorry. He told police that he took the bus and placed a dead deer in the back. He planned to drive the deer to his residence and use it as fertilizer for his garden. Can you get just regular fertilizer? Uh, Saunders was taken to York Central Booking to be arraigned on criminal charges.
4: It seemed like a spontaneous thing.
2: Here's a story out of Atlantic County, New Jersey. Police say a wandering cane corso, which is a very large black furred dog. Oh, yeah. Appears to have generated sighting reports of a black panther <laughs> in the Weymouth section of the township. Police on Friday said the dog was picked up by officers overnight and was returned to its owner. A search for a panther is now done. The Atlantic County Lost and Found uh, pet's Facebook page had posted a report about a missing panther sourcing the information to animal control. Anyone lose a panther? The animal was suspected to belong to a resident not identified with a fondness for unusual pets. I've never seen this breed. I'm not oh, familiar. Yeah,
8: no, it's an Italian Mastiff. They're beautiful, beautiful dogs. I love Mastiffs, yeah. yeah. The
2: site administrator in another post responding to inquiries from residents stated Animal Control had reports from residents of sightings in the area. This uh, part of Atlanta County has plenty of woods and open spaces through which even large animals can travel unobtrusively. South yeah, you Jersey has a
4: lot of black panthers in this area.
2: South Jersey also is not unfamiliar with unconfirmed reports of predatory potentially dangerous <laughs> animals ranging from coyotes to big cats to bears. Coyotes at least are known yeah. to be present in numbers in the region. Black panthers on the other hand, <laughs> not so much. Well, it's a major inconvenience when your refrigerator stops working and your food spoils but that's small potatoes next to what happened to a woman whose fridge exploded leonore settlewaite was said i was on the computer i thought it was an earthquake it was so loud it came in and the doors were on the floor <laughs> Video shows the destruction throughout her home, and you can see the outside shell of the appliance still in its place with everything inside of it scattered all over her kitchen. My
4: yogurt!
2: Mm-hmm. The force was so great that it damaged her stove, walls, and furniture. What caused it? There was doo-doo feces F- all over. My
0: yogurt, i hammer, my Actade. There was due to feces thrown all over the wall. Shatterthwaite
2: called 911 right away, and fire, firefighters responded. The fire marshal said that there was no evidence of an electrical fire or anything else in the house causing the event. Saying whatever happened came from the refrigerator, but the exact cause did not be, was not determined. It's insane because we're looking at it. It just it blew out the wall behind it. Yep, she said she bought the Frigidaire refrigerator last fall, just days before it exploded. Frigidaire this one comes with a special blow-up feature. Sent a technician to her home after she requested a warranty repair since her refrigerator was making a loud noise. <laughs> so she said, he said, your problem was, uh, here's your problem. You had a freezer part. Uh, all apart. <laughs> so that's why it blew up. Okay. You had to
4: freeze apart, all apart. That's why it blew up.
2: <laughs> thanks, said, thanks for calling. He said the fan wasn't working properly to keep the temperature regulated, so he had to order a fan. But just days later, so it blew uh, up before the repair could happen, her refrigerator exploded. Uh, settler weights to so homeowner's insurance covered cover the cost of the damage. See, the um,
4: light that turns on and off is attached to the
2: blow-up feature. So they had no idea how that happened at <laughs> I this mean, point.
4: this isn't... this. You look at the picture of it, this blew the hell up. Yeah, an explosion Yeah,
2: is what it seems like, yeah. All right, this is a weird little story. The Dalai Lama has issued a statement of apology after video of the exiled Tibetan spiritual leader purportedly kissing a child on the lips sparked yeah. a social media outcry. The clip that went viral on social media... Shows the spiritual leader kissing a young boy during what appears to be a public interaction. The Dalai Lama is then seen sticking out his tongue and can he- and can be heard asking the child to suck it.
9: Wait, uh, yeah. you're gonna be my regular the video you,
6: oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> was taken in northern <laughs> India. Uh, A statement from the Dalai Lama's office apologized over a recent meeting where uh, the young boy was asked if he could give the spiritual head a hug. Yeah. The statement, however, did not refer to the words in the video. Suck my tongue. Uh, The office said His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends across the world for the hurt words he may have caused. They said His Holiness often teases people he meets... Yes. ...in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras... He regrets the incident. Now twerk. I just have, I just, it's weird hearing the Dalai Lama say, suck it.
7: Suck it. (laughs) These nuts. (laughs) these nuts. (laughs) All
2: right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's end with this one. There's an old Chinese saying that goes, kill the chicken to scare the monkey. Yes, of course. Roughly translated, it means the best way to intimidate a big rival is to, to destroy a small one. But what happens after that? One man in China appears to have just found out. In a curious court case being reported in the country's state-owned media, a man identified only by his surname Gu <laughs> was this week sentenced to prison after a Would court... Would Mr. Goo approach the bench? A court found him guilty of scaring to death 1,100 chickens uh, uh-huh. that belonged to a neighbor... With, yes. wh- with whom he was feuding. Thank you. What's that from? Billy Mads. <laughs> the pair had reportedly been squabbling since the neighbor, Zhang, cut down Goo's trees without Go! permission. Uh, the court heard that Goo had responded to sneaking onto Zhang's chicken farm during the night on more than one occasion. It's unclear what Goo's intentions were, but the flashlight he used caused the flock to panic. Ah, and as the birds crowded into a corner in fear, hundreds of them died in the ensuing
4: crush. So what's what's the initial saying again, the Chinese saying? F- scare kill, a chicken? Kill the chicken to scare the monkey.
2: Okay. All right, so the first time Gu trespassed onto his neighbor's property, he caused a crush w- in which uh, 500 chickens died. Uh-huh. He was apprehended by police and forced to pay Zhang some compensation. But What happened that, to the monkeys? He didn't stop there and returned to Zhang's property a second time, this time killing 640 chickens.
4: Son of a bitch.
2: On Tuesday, the court ruled that Gu had intentionally caused property loss, and Chinese authorities said that 1,100 dead chickens <sighs> were estimated to be worth a total of about two thousand dollars. I'm coming Com. after you, Gu. Yeah. yeah, so he had to spend six months in prison. So there's Alphonse, Gu. yes, Gu and the chickens. Ramon. We, we now have to add 1,100 <laughs> Gu Junior, Magu. <Me. laughs> Ma, Gu.
1: <laughs> <laughs> To the list of the
2: dead. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, we're going to uh, take a break. I would mention the um, concert keyword, but we're past the time. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully, you had a chance to enter. If not, we do it again at 10 o'clock this morning. We, ha- we had to do it this go! way. It's your chance to win $1,000 and tickets to the MMRBQ. And if you want to get the lineup, you can go to WMR.com or you can text the word FINALLY to 39333. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
6: 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Bridge to the beach. Celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
14: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volé, and they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access it. Information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
6: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly
2: first. Real quick a rundown of artists at the MMRBQ this year Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, uh, the band Tiger Cub, and local artist Vixen 77, plus the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with live band karaoke. It's going to be year two. <clears throat> yep, and uh, we're excited about that, amongst uh, other things. And uh, like I said, the information is available at WMMR.com. Excellent. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. com, and 25 bucks. if you want to sit on a lot while supplies last to get them. There's also VIP and pit tickets that are available and uh, we're excited that it is—it's out there. It's finally officially yes. uh, been revealed. We apologize for the delay, but um, <clears throat> not a spring/slash summer show, but more of a early early fall show. September is one fine month, wonderful time uh, to be outside.
10: <laughs> I, I think it's the third one in September. I think one year we did two. Uh, One in May and one in September. And then I believe, uh, unless I'm mistaken, in 2020, we did one in September. I think you're right. And I really like those. Like, May is obviously fantastic, but I like the September shows, too.
2: Yep. All right. Um, Hey, I would like to address something real quick. Uh, We were off last week. We were supposed to be off just uh, Monday through Friday, uh, but I had to leave early the week before. And so it was off uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, because of a family issue that arose. And I just wanted to give kind of a follow-up on that. Uh, because I had to uh, leave ab- abruptly um, uh, to go to Kentucky, which is where my uh, father and, and stepmother live. And so uh, we had we had an issue. And I talked about it on the air that, uh, you know, my dad had to be uh, checked into the hospital uh, because of some erratic behavior and was concerned about um, what might be taking place. You know, or, or are we dealing with, uh, you know, some kind of a mental decline, right. uh, you know, uh, Alzheimer's or, or uh, um, a meant- dementia or something along those lines. Um, it, it turns out a little bit different than what we had uh, thought maybe was going on. I'll just give you a quick rundown, and we'll we'll move on. But um, uh, it was more like a um, uh, mismanagement of medication and an infection, Aww. and uh, it uh, it made some uh, for some pretty crazy scenarios. So more an
4: episode than uh, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and, and I uh, you and I had chatted, and I said you know in all of this that is not wonderful to have to deal with that was a little bit of a bright spot to hear that yeah
2: so so to without going into too much detail it it, you're talking about two people who are uh you know advanced in age mid-80s or low and mid-80s and uh uh, there's some uh conditions going on where they're not able really to help each other out Mm -hmm. uh and that um being able to to Uh, Live a a productive life Or not productive That's the wrong term It was becoming Counterproductive Right uh, With them trying to Take care of each other Completely understandable So we had to Kind of intervene Uh And uh, so we have now Brought my dad back here To live with us So that is a Major change In in lifestyle And and things that are going on And so we are um, Adjusting to that Within my family And figuring out How things are going But the good news is It's going much much better now than uh when we first got back here and we weren't sure how things were going to go and so but it's this uh, we're in this weird kind of stasis that um we don't know where things are going to go what the future leads to um so we're just doing it day by day and uh we're taking care of things and we're getting proper medical care dr mike you are a god you're a god
5: among men
2: (laughs) he's just the greatest person in the world dr mike cerigliano uh, so he's helping us out, obviously. Yeah.
4: So um, he's the he's the man, absolutely. Yep. Mm.
2: And
3: uh, and it was your dad seem to be doing better now that maybe you have some things in place?
2: Yeah, that we're that we're getting uh, that that we're managing medication. Good, um, because what can happen to to an older person is you know, listen, my, like any person who might get older. Uh, it, it's pretty standard to become forgetful and becoming confused very easily, and then you add mismanagement of medication, and then an infection. And you can go loopy real quick, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's
4: crazy how that happens. We talked about the the <clears throat> UTIs. You know, yeah, that, that I when I mentioned what you had mentioned to us, and you were you know very candid. And I hope a lot of people responded well to it because they're dealing with it as well. And we thought it was important that that people hear about this. I just started to get the first few words out, and my wife Claire said. Was it a urinary tr- tract? Apparently, I'm one of the few people that didn't realize. Nah, this I, I, this happened to my mom. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Right. I mean, this is when my mom was
2: saying crazy things to me. Right. Like the, like, like fantasy stuff, uh, not like sexual fantasies. Right. Stuff, right. Yeah. That would just be horrific. Mm. But anyway, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude.
5: Okay. Oh, okay. made that clear.
2: That's your net <laughs> it <is>. Stop it. <laughs> okay. So, but, but uh, immediately, yeah, I was told yes, urinary tract infections yeah. and sometimes other infections can sure. cause oh, yeah. people to. Lose their mind essentially yeah. for a while, and and it's uh yeah, it's pretty wild that that happened. So my dad had pneumonia, oh. and uh, all
4: of those things are drawing. Uh, you're what is he 85?
2: 84. 84. He's gonna be eighty five soon, right? But, uh, drawing on a on a on a bot an
4: older body like that, it's it's wreaking havoc yeah. with your systems.
2: He, he's got heart conditions. He has a pacemaker. He has all these other you know physical ailments and things. And you you put that in a one big package, and it can cause kind of wild things to happen. So. We're managing this. This is a new part of our life. It is, um, it's one that we're going to, we're going to figure out. um, And uh, we're working on it, you know. And and, and like I said, it's, it's, it's open-ended for everybody. We don't know where this is going to go. And my dad, most of all, doesn't know where this is going to go and and is very confused by this. But I want to thank, I I got so many emails of people reaching out and not just offering uh, their, um, their concerns. Yeah but offering help mm-hmm. um, and lots of it. And I, I got back to a few of them and then it became overwhelming. There were so many, and I apologize if you reached out to me. I got your message, and thank you, and I appreciate it. There were a couple that I did, reached back out to and started to head down a pathway of, yeah, I might need your help, and then I kind of stopped. So I apologize for that, too, because we've, we've had to.
4: <clears throat> there's a lot going on. I think people yeah. understand mm-hmm. that you, it's a maelstrom of things going on, and uh, what we were getting on this side here was just a ton of concern and care and people legitimately wishing you the best and your family the best. Yeah, and I want to thank you guys, my
2: family here, because you guys were all checking on me, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> even Kathy.
8: What the hell does that mean? <laughs> It's funny, because you want to...
2: Everybody you was your... checking on me while while uh, this was going on, so I appreciate it, and I love you guys.
8: Yeah, no, we love you, too. And we we want to, you know, or at least I wanted to give you your space, but at the same time... Yeah,
3: yeah.
8: yeah, yeah.
4: You, you don't want you know? mm-hmm. to add yeah. to the noise. You don't want to be And taxing, yet, yes. yet it becomes unbearable, and you say, okay, F it, I'm, I'll risk it, because I need... And and you you, don't, you just don't want to sound like you're giving a pat response, which is if you need anything, but you legitimately want to convey that you know and it's part of the process yeah. everyone's been in it and i would say this is that um give people give people that initial breathing room and then check in seems to be the right way to do I it
2: i usually do the same
4: thing when yeah. so, if somebody has some, something big has happened in their life
2: and i know they're being yeah, overwhelmed yeah. by response i kind of hold off and, and just let it breathe a bit but and and also the whole you know if if i, I can do anything uh uh response i understand it i get it there's nothing even yeah. even my best friend my absolute best friend steve we were on the phone he's like he's like i can't do anything for you yeah yeah he's like but i will of course offer that up if there's anything you need obviously right. and i'm like he's like but there's nothing i can do i know you know that i'm like yeah i know and that's why i appreciate it so um you know <laughs> first of all it wasn't the same here without you we we definitely missed
10: you we also uh appreciated your role on the show oh, because uh you. we all sort of juggled and, and did our best in case you did a fantastic job as did steve while you were gone um, how was the drive home from Kentucky? How was getting back up here?
2: Um, it was. Uh, it, it actually, as far as this, the drive itself was uh, was e- easier than I thought it was going to be. It's about a nine and a half, ten hour drive. Mm. Um, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you drive through, uh, Western Pennsylvania and, and, uh, and, uh, West Virginia and, and Maryland. You said you were Cumberland, stuck. Maryland is gorgeous, by the way.
5: Cumberland, <laughs> Maryland?
2: Really? Really? Absolutely yeah. is, <laughs> is. Isn't nice it? It is. <laughs> is oh. it is. This is the prettiest town.
4: You It opens up
2: through the mountains. Yeah. I'm like, oh my, oh. this is gorgeous. Cumberland is,
4: here. that's yeah. one of the, that's one of those lists of desirable places to live. It's really? beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You said you stopped in every state and and did some street racing, um, sure, yes, right. and drifting, and you know, yeah. a little well, bit of the that. Perfect, <laughs> past the
2: time, um, but because it it's about family. <laughs> without without going into to too much detail, but we we kind of had to, we kind of had to move my dad without his knowledge, without oh. telling him that we were going to do that, and so we packed up everything. Uh, without him knowing and took him straight from the Did hospital. Did you decorate
4: here. the inside of the vehicle to look like a living room? <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> we didn't go quite but that I far. I think
4: we're having an earthquake.
2: But it was, uh, it, it's, been, it's been tense, and then there's been great moments. Thank God the Masters was on this week, because that is my dad's all-time favorite oh,
3: good. moment
2: of the year. <laughs> you And so we got... Mm-hmm. And, and like Golf Channel starts, like, on Monday.
4: They're covering the whole thing, so yeah,
2: it was very funny. You said it earlier. He goes,
4: "I finally have someone in the house I can talk about golf with." Oh my god,
2: <laughs> nobody cares—not uh-huh. one scintilla about the game of golf. Yeah, yeah. And my dad and I have been talking nonstop about it all week long. It's been
4: fantastic. <laughs> That's very funny.
2: So, uh, but it was—it—it's—it uh, uh, it was and is um, a bit of a uh, uh, of a—I uh, don't know. Just a change, a big change in our lives right now. So,
4: but we're doing what we can, you know. And, and I
2: appreciate your support. Uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. We're glad
4: to hear that it is. Listen, it's not like um, you know uh, the episode is wrapped up and everything's good and copacetic. You're still involved in it, but it seems to have taken a more manageable turn.
2: Yeah, definitely more manageable. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, we, we we definitely still need to to offer our help, and and are doing that. Um, and so, uh, it's just it's wild to see people, you know. Uh, people that you love as they age, and yeah. and you know it's mm-hmm. it's a um, it's a, it's a reality that that you have to eventually uh, come to grips
4: with. That's so. why uh, I think people need to. Uh, um Entertain the notion of abandoning them on the roadside now and then. Oh, and yeah. just, just leave them? Yeah. Somebody they will make pick it up. back, you know? Yeah. No, you know, it, it's one of those things where somebody that you've known forever that is the person who, well, you said, it's the truth. And I've heard the phrase as well. You live, you know, your life twice as a child and once as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Nick pulled up a
2: list of uh, famous people from Cumberland, Maryland. <laughs> yeah. And William H. Macy
8: was born. Oh, absolutely wow.
5: and, that's
4: yeah.
8: cool. Who's the other guy? The, uh, the dude from uh, Greece, Steve,
4: Steve. You know Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason. Oh, no. <laughs> Eddie Deason <laughs> is Eugene the, uh, from Eugene. Greece. Uh-huh. Did we he's have also- that
10: one one time?
4: No, no, Eddie Deason's been going. You want to talk about a guy who's been going through all sorts of? He's been arrested multiple times oh, recently. Seriously? He's yeah. having a nervous breakdown. Oh, okay. I mean, once you play Eugene, where do you go from there? Yeah, it's like it's like the way Citizen Orson Welles felt after Citizen Kane. How do I top <laughs> that? Well, was he the annoying kid in the? 1941. Polar, no, no. Polar Express. Yeah, yeah, that, that's him. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He was the voice
4: of that's him. the one thing that I did not like about Polar Express, because I think yeah. at him? some point, yeah, Tom Hanks would have held his head <laughs> under the tree and let it get crushed.
5: <laughs>
4: I mean, I'm sorry, you're ruining it so much for the other kids. Anyway, Eddie Deeson. Eddie come Cumberland, Maryland. They have a statue. Yeah, 900 minus. foot Eddie D. <laughs>
2: I'm trying to think if there's anything else I saw along Mid- the way. On oh, the, the Eddie
4: in
8: Museum. Well, Eddie Deezer was in uh, Midnight Madness.
2: Yeah, Midnight <laughs> Madness. He was in 1941, as yeah. Steve said. Uh, Greece. He was in Gre- yeah, Greece. Yeah, Greece. Yeah. Is no, there something else I was thinking yeah. of that he was in? Oh, uh... it wasn't uh, Saving
4: Private Ryan. Was he in Saving yeah. Private? He, he was <laughs> Private Ryan. <laughs> no, no, he he, he played
2: Eisenhower. He was Eisenhower. In, he's <laughs> in War Games. Zapped. Oh, oh, uh, war games! Oh, yeah. I remember yes. in the beginning, he goes uh,
4: you go right through Falken's maze. Yeah, do you know why he he became such a big thing? <laughs> if we give the history of it, <laughs> Oh my god! Because <laughs> Steven Spielberg was taught at USC mm-hmm. a special class by Jerry Lewis. So Steven Spielberg's always been a massive Jerry Lewis fan. So he wanted to find his own Jerry Lewis. Okay, and that's exactly who he is in the movies. He's playing that kind of guy.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I did not know that little tidbit about. Yes, Eddie now Diesel. you know the whole story. <laughs> the Eddie now Diesel. you know the rest of the Eddie Deason story.
4: <laughs> Paul Harvey's wow. worst worst show was an hour devoted to Eddie Deason. Okay. All right. Back um, to reality. Back now. to reality. Um,
2: time-wise, I'm looking. We have um, Chris Giarko coming up at 9, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to do a couple of shoutouts outs and okay. butt plugs. Is that uh, okay? Yeah, sure. Let me do these real quick. Uh, this is, it says, uh, Dear Preston and Steve, uh, Nick and Brenna just got married this past weekend, and they both are huge fans of the show. They even had a WMMR wedding table centerpiece decoration. What? Oh. Made out of CD cases, <laughs> which I know which I know they plan on sending to the station to you guys to have. Oh, my God. Each side uh, is a different picture of WMMR favorites. I attached pictures of it along uh, with the video of my brother getting a moshing dance floor going for killing <laughs> in the name. Uh, I called it wedding in the name of. I actually didn't see the pictures. I apologize here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, we are a diehard yeah. MMR family. My dad was the toilet seat for bad Christmas present guy, and our cousin is a former intern who says hello. That's sleep-driving intern Brit. Uh, Love you guys, uh, rock, and I would love a juicy matrimonious shout-out to these two April Fools. And this is from uh, Chrissy Daisy Cutter. I can't even pronounce the last name here. Uh liquids.
4: Liqui- Sure. L E W Y C K Y J. Wow, that's hard. This, well, what happens is a lot of times these attachments get immediately eliminated by our email system. Mm.
8: Yeah. It's so, very
4: protagonist. Did any
8: of you guys get April fooled by any chance? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why did, did you? you? I did. Uh <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, but my buddy you should have seen it coming. Uh, well, yeah. Well, but it seems so legit, man. My buddy sent me. A, it was a, a picture of <laughs> Eddie Deason. Of no. Well, you guys aren't going to care. But, All right, go ahead. I'm going to care. Go it, ahead. It was a. It was a fake. Uh, a fish announcement that they were going to do this campout concert in upstate New York, and Goose was going to be playing. And and it looked. It was Goose. It lo- looked like yeah, I like Goose. 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 Go- go!
4: But I thought it was legit, and it wasn't even until well, the next day that I was like. Hang on a second. That is a well done April Sword because that's tailored to you specifically. Yeah. We don't it doesn't impact us the same way but we're a, we're a favorite band. I got it. I think that's kind of cruel though knowing how much you love oh. Yeah.
3: Case I was. Oh no. By uh, your son. No, no, oh, no. Okay. No, it was. So I only read the headline and I was like, oh, OK. And I sent the link to myself and I printed the article out. I stapled it and I put it on Preston's desk yeah. so that he could uh, <laughs> we could you know, talk about it. And then uh, I must have gra- I think I grabbed it before I left off of Preston's desk because I then went back like I think it was a day later and read the full article. It was that um, it was on more than the curve, oh. uh, which is the Kanchi the yeah. outlet, you know, News outlet that Concha was now going to be part of the main line. Oh my God. <laughs> but it was so funny the way he wrote it. Like, it was like, um, but in, you know, the, the board of directors have uh, put in place that you can no longer call it Kunchi because that sounds a little trashy and it has to be <laughs> Concha Hawken. It, it was really funny. And when, once I read it, I was like, oh, oh man. Okay.
2: <laughs> well,
4: at least she headed it off at the pass yeah, yeah, before it made
2: yeah. it. It was one of the first things she asked yeah. me about this morning. She's like, did you find this? News report on your desk? <laughs> your desk. I was like, no. Ignore it. Okay, I got it. All right, here's a shout-out. This is from uh, Lydia, and she says, shout-out for my dear friend, Lisa Sobole- uh, Sobo. Uh, Sobolewski. Uh, she started as a co-worker and turned into a dear friend. She's about turned 40. Despite our now advanced ages, she has retained this silliness that I love about her uh, when we were together. And I still remember one of my favorite belly laughs, she said that we shared was when we were listening to the show discussing the disgruntled Jimmy Dean caller who couldn't believe that Jimmy Dean had dared to reduce the size of their breakfast sausage. Oh, right. Uh, she said uh, we, were, we had sh- tears streaming down our faces, and I'm so glad she is my uh, light, in my life, and I look forward to many more laughs in the future. Her I'm birthday?
8: God
4: that Oh, guy. that's him. That's him.
2: Uh, her birthday is on April 15th, but any day will work. Thank you so much, Lydia. So a shout-out for Lydia. <laughs> All right, and then another one uh, says, hey, President Steve Gang, uh, uh, thank you for being awesome. Speaking of awesome, can I get a shout-out to my sister, Gail Marrer? She's been such a wonderful support to our foster boys and me. While she cannot get the boys to call her uh, Font Gail, which means favorite aunt, uh, she is truly a wonderful person. Uh, who deserves a weird sound bite from our beloved morning show? Uh, Keep up the great work, Gad Sugs says, Bridget Zeno. who's a shark for you. Uh, and then, uh, can I do a, a quick uh, butt plug? Yes. Uh, so, a little charity mention, real quick. This is from Marlene Ducart. Uh, whose husband is in the North Pensman's Barbershop Chorus. They're the ones that sang for my wife's birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, those. Uh, she wanted to mention the Relay for Life at the Wissahickon of the Wissahickon Valleys. It raises money for the American Cancer Society. Uh, she said when she first became involved, it was a really big event, 24-hour event. Participants sleep uh, overnight in tents, uh, line the track of either the Upper Dublin or Wissahickon High School, food, raffle baskets, silent auction, bounce houses, bands, DJs, all that stuff, 24 hours. She said, due to many unforeseen circumstances, including COVID, the number of participants has dropped dramatically over the years. Yeah, This year, Upper Dublin and Wissahickon have paired up with Springfield, hoping to regain that success uh, that Relay had in the past. And this year, it will be held at Springfield Township High School in Montgomery County on May 20th. Uh, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. So it's not going to be the big overnight thing. They're going to shrink it down. Right, right. uh, And do a little more concentrated. So so I was hoping uh, that uh, you could possibly give us a plug for this. So uh, the website is relayforlife.org slash P-A-W-V. So that's going to be on May 20th, 4 to 10 p.m. So I thought I'd mention that real quick. We have our um, plug plug Plug-us.
4: There you
2: go. All right. And then uh, I'll do another shard out and then we should take a break so we can come back and get uh, Chris Chris Jericho Jericho on. Uh, This says, hey, guys, uh, this is from Nicholas Bari. He says, uh, it was about seven years ago. You shouted out a very good friend of mine, and I think it's time he gets another one. After three years that COVID knocked me off my feet, this guy was still there. Uh, Your show was one of the first things that we bonded our friendship over. We quoted on the Daily. Uh, The comedy never grows old, so please help me wish this old crumb (laughs) bum... Jose Vasquez, a happy birthday. So we're shard out. Here we go. And he says, P.S. By the way, Jose, it's cold cuts, not lunch meat. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess they share that. And there you go. We're going to take a break and come back in a second because Chris Jericho will be joining us. Uh, Fozzie is coming to town playing the Brooklyn Bowl on the 16th. And I believe I might notice a thing or two when we come back as well. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a second.
1: What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com. Your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com. Where FOMO goes to die.
7: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding! Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our our next guest, we should only be
2: so lucky. Most people are lucky that if they get to do the one thing that they love to do for a living, this guy gets to do the two things that he does for a living. Lucky man. And be successful at both of them. Yeah. And we've had the pleasure of having him on many times throughout the years. Uh, And he's got a gig with his band coming up. Ozzy is going to be playing. Don't tell me uh, At the Brooklyn Bowl this Sunday, the 6 p.m. doors and 7 p.m. show. Uh, Tickets available at brooklynbowl.com. Please welcome, from Fozzie, our good friend, Mr. Chris Jarrett. Good morning, Chris. Good
11: morning, guys. Always a pleasure to uh, hang with you. Uh, It's not not in person, but virtually this time. Yes, (laughs) we'll make
2: it work. Hey, I mentioned uh, in the intro there, Chris, you get to do the two things that you love as a living, if there was a third thing that you could do to throw in there as a living, what else would that be? What do you think?
11: I always, always really wanted to open my own uh, bake store. Your own bake store? Yeah, you know, like fresh pies, fresh. Really? <laughs> Shut up, really? <laughs> Wow. No. no, I bought it. I bought a hook, line, and
4: sinker. You know, you remember that footage of of Ringo saying he wanted to be a hairdresser? I thought, why not? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I would buy one of your pies,
11: Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, at this point in time, if I wanted to open my own bakery, I would do it. Nothing's going to stop me, (laughs) man. Nothing's going (laughs) to stop (laughs) me. (laughs) Don't stop me
4: now. You know, <laughs> once you catch the baking bug, nothing can stop it. Oh, my God. Especially um, you can be like the Jared coconut cream. Ah, there you go.
8: You
5: already have a, a
4: signature pie. Jared that? Jared coconut cream.
5: perfect.
4: Yeah. Hey, listen. So uh, you guys are, you,
2: I, I believe you teased some new music coming out in the near future,
5: right?
11: Well, we're working on some stuff right now, and I think uh, one of the things that I've been saying lately is we put out our new record, Blue Box in May. It was a big success. We had three top ten singles. We played three more of the songs live, and then the other six songs just kind of disappear forever into the Fozzie dead song graveyard. Maybe we'll play one or two of them more live in the future, but I think what we want to start concentrating more on now is just releasing singles. Um, that way, every song that you, that you record gets a shot. You can play it live. You can play it on the radio. It keeps you um, kind of current when you always have new material coming out. So, yes, we are working on some new stuff, but I think the new business model for the future, at least for the the immediate future, is just releasing one song at a time rather than waiting two or three years to put together a whole record and have it come and go so quickly.
4: Yeah, Chris, you know, it's interesting that you're bringing it up because we were starting to see artists mention this modus operandi over the past couple of years. Right. And and so, the the notion of we all remember when we would get an album as a kid or whatever, and it'd be like the two sure. songs we like, and then they would call it filler. And some artists, you know, uh, would have would would deliver maybe five or six. Like you said, you had three, you know, three um, hits pop on the last album. And I, I always I always thought, man, that had to be. As an artist, you need to be motivated to create the music and, and to, to ever have to do something that's going to be kind of filler seems antithetical to what you as an artist want to do. So this method seems to make more sense to me
11: as well. I mean, is this, do you see this being it from here on in for a lot of bands? Well, the thing is, you're right, but even worse if what if you have no filler. Like what if you really believe like for example, our last record, I really believe that all 12 songs could have been singles. Sure. It just doesn't work that way, right? So, I think you know, listen, I am one of the biggest fans of of the album as 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 a musical model as anybody. I mean, I remember being a kid and You know taking the bus downtown to the record store hoping that the new iron maiden was out Say, no not this week and you come back next week not not that not this week then you come back the third week and you heard the new song and you came in you saw the wall of lps you know somewhere in time there'd be like 50 of them they're just like this is amazing those days are gone you know there there really isn't even such thing as a record store and with you know possible exceptions now people listen to music mostly on their phones or what's going on with streaming, and that's song by song. So I think you have to stay ahead of the curve in that, yes, I love the concept of a record. I don't think people have an attention span in the majority to listen to an album from start to finish and listen to the ebbs and flows of, okay, it starts with Battery and it ends with Damage Incorporated, it takes you on a musical ride. You know, I think, um, I think there will be more bands doing things this way, not just from a consumption Reason, but also from 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 a being from from a financial reason to buy the song, yeah, to the song to get into it more. So, I think it's something that more bands will will continue to to explore. I know we definitely want to try it this way for a while, for sure. Yeah,
4: you, you never want to sound like the uh, you know my day, <laughs> but, right, I, right. but I but I clearly remember, as I'm sure you do, you obviously you do, and Preston and I will discuss this. You get that concept album, that theme album, that, you know, from beginning to end of Pink Floyd, the, you know, Dark Side of the Moon just had an anniversary, um, you know, and, and, and that thing was, you know, it was like a an audio movie and it was an experience unlike other. But I think you're right. I I don't see where you where you could get traction with something like that these days.
11: Well, I mean, like we said, you know people listen on their phones, kids listen to one song at a time, and that's okay. you know it's It's one of those things where you know you have to adapt with the times. you know We, we could you know still be putting out eight tracks if that wasn't the case. Right. Um, so I, I think it is a smart way of doing things, and also too, just from from a from a presence, a radio presence or just a, you know, a social media presence, if you're constantly putting out new material one song every three months, for example, or every four months, rather than doing one album every two years, I think it keeps you in the public eye uh, more. Yeah. And there's so much content available. You know, it really is what David Lee Roth used to say, here today, gone later today. So you have to stay <laughs> in people's minds. Yeah. Uh, and So it, I think it's something interesting to explore.
2: Does that mean, if, if you release things that way, is does that, is that call for a never-ending tour? You know, like you just are constantly going about because uh-huh. you have new yeah. stuff?
11: You know, I, I think even that's changed too. You know, it's like nowadays, you know, before you release a record and then you'd have your six-month tour and then you'd go away free. I think at this point we all, are all constantly touring just depending on what what opportunities you have. I mean, we've gone out every year in, in the States probably for the last, you know, not including the pandemic probably the last five years, we've gone to England every year, Australia every couple of years. So you're basically just going on tour with the opportunities that you have. And you don't necessarily even need new material. They look at ACDC, they put a power-up, uh, and obviously ACDC is an anomaly, but that was two years ago. They haven't played one show for it now. They could do a whole power-up world tour in a year, and no one would even bat an eye. It's just kind of the way that things are in this day and age.
2: Yeah. Hey, Chris, who else in the, uh, in the wrestling industry is musically inclined that we may not be aware of?
11: Um, it makes me laugh when people ask that because you know I'm I'm sure there's a couple guys here and there that play I know that Frankie Kazarian has his own band called Gutter Candy Um, but most of the time you know it's hard to to, to do both and you have to really commit I mean Billy Corgan runs his own wrestling company to the point where I think they're going to be opening Smashing Pumpkin shows with wrestling matches which is very interesting so you know, to me, it, 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 uh, um, there's a lot of guys that play for fun. There are some guys that are making a foray into doing it more seriously. Hmm. Um, but you know, th- there is there is a lot of dichotomy between wrestling and music because they're both high energy forms of entertainment, with yeah. you know, very much contingent on what the crowd is doing and how the crowd is reacting. Um, so there's a few here here and there, but not a lot. So right. we we
4: had uh, the uh, Danny uh, Cage, uh, the Monster Factory here um, in in uh, in Jersey. Uh, there's right. a show that, you know, that's a reality show, mm-hmm. a, a you know, really charismatic guy. And talking about, you know, how a lot of uh, wrestlers get their start. Wh- wh- where was the, the, the first step off point where you said, OK, I'm going to commit to this? Where, where where did you really get the bug and really pursue it?
11: Oh, for me, it was w- way early on. So when I was a kid, I always wanted to be in a rock and roll band and I wanted to be a wrestler. I'm talking about like 12, 13 years old. And um, so I started playing in bands in high school. And then when I was 19, I went to wrestling school and that was it. I never went back. I moved from Winnipeg to Calgary, which is about 12 hour drive. And, And there was no other option of not doing this. So, Right out of the gate, I used to watch wrestling with my grandmother when I was a kid.
5: It's <laughs> wild.
11: Uh, I just thought, man, that'd be really cool to, to get into this business. When I started in 1990, there was no internet to really find out how to get to do this. So you just had to, to, to if you watched wrestling, uh, maybe a local wrestling show would have an address and where you could write a letter to try and get into their school. <laughs> or maybe you'd read the back of a wrestling magazine and kind of see, like, you know, apartment wrestling and pro wrestling training, like, which one do you want to do? So um, it was a little bit harder to get in back in those days. You really had to really look for it, really want to do it. And from from day one, since I was nineteen years old till to this day, um, like I said, I wanted to be in a band and I wanted to be a wrestler. Those the two things that I kind of focused my career on. Chris,
2: did you did you look to uh, did did Kiss spark anything in you? Because <laughs> they seem like the perfect they're like the professional wrestling yeah. of of rock you know music. Uh-huh.
11: Well, yeah, and the funny thing for me is, and that's why, you know, I have our our non-makeup 80s Kiss tribute band quarantine. Like, I got into Kiss in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, when there was no makeup, "Heaven's on Fire" was the first Kiss song that I ever heard. So wow. I was hugely into Kiss and Paul Stanley, uh, and then worked my way back into the makeup years. But that's why non-makeup Kiss is always my favorite. And when it's I wanted to be, you know, a rock and roll frontman. I wasn't the biggest guy back then. You, you know, most famous wrestlers were six foot eight and three hundred pounds. I wasn't that. But I knew I could have the biggest charisma and the biggest personality, and I would take, you know, tips from Paul Stanley and Bruce Dickinson and and Mick Jagger and, you know, just the great frontman of our time, David Lee Ross, and bring that, that frontman lead singer mentality into the wrestling ring to be the party host. And I've had the same same mindset ever since to
4: this they, day. They, they both feed into each other so well. The fact that you knew exactly that you wanted to do both these things from an early age on uh, speaks to how they synergize. What's the one thing you think is an attribute that, say, a wrestler has that won't serve them well in the world of rock or vice versa?
11: Oh, man, in the world of rock? Yeah. Maybe wrestling, you know, is a very individual sport. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's it's very much you are on your own. You are the star of the show. You are on the spotlight. In a band, you have to give and take. I mean, anybody that's in a band that's on your show will tell you. I mean, the five-way marriage isn't really the case, but there will be one or two partners that you have in the band. You know, the leaders of the band, the, the Mick and Keith, the Steve and Joe Perry, the Steve Harris and Bruce Dickinson. Like, there's always kind of two guys in the band that are the visionaries and that's fine but you still have to treat the other guys in your band with respect so i think you have to have much more of a group mentality when you're in a rock and roll band if you want to make it work and if you want to keep your band fairly solid something right. more than when you have a revolving door of band members some guys don't care but that does affect the chemistry on stage the chemistry on the road and the chemistry of the music you're playing so when you find a good lineup you want to kind of really go the extra mile to make sure that everybody is cool, that everybody is happy, and that everybody stays where they need to be to keep the band rolling.
2: You think there's a similar dynamic in the baking industry? <laughs>
11: <laughs> it really is. I mean, some of those chefs are just real sons of bitches when it comes to you guys. Right, <laughs> of
4: baking pricks. Yeah.
11: The 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 cinnamon shaker is just as important as the guy
4: buying the oven. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real, you can see that. You know,
2: you've been to the ringer. Uh, really you guys are playing uh, Brooklyn Bowl. It's a cool venue. I, I I've only seen videos, pictures. I haven't yeah. been there yet. I'm dying to go at some point.
11: Uh, it, is
2: bowling in your repertoire at all, Chris?
11: I used to be a really good bowler when I was a kid in Canada. We used to have bowling as like a lunchroom activity. Uh, other than that, I haven't played in a while. Wait a second. Yeah, are you saying the
4: Canadian alley? schools have
11: bowling alleys in what? their lunch rooms? No, <laughs> so you went to the bowling alley. Oh. oh.
4: <laughs> I'm like, for Christ's sake, what are we doing wrong in this country?
11: I went to Hollywood High. We had bowling alleys in every one of our classes, didn't you guys? <laughs> <laughs>
4: son of a bitch. Between the baking, we're learning so much. Oh, my God. Uh, no, no, yeah. We, oh, so... Yeah, we, what we're gonna do on uh, Sunday is actually the first annual Fozzie Bacon Bowl. <laughs> Bacon Bowl! Oh my, here we go. <laughs> we're writing so much good stuff. Yeah, uh, we got it. Yeah, this oh is too God. good. Yeah. make wow. sure you own this.
2: Um, well, yeah, Fozzie's gonna be a Brooklyn Bowl. It's <laughs> on uh, Sunday, and uh, tickets are on sale. You can get general admission uh, through brooklynbowl.com. There's also VIP stuff. Like you can get like a lane for eight people. Uh, and you can do two hours starting at six o'clock, couch, table, all this stuff. Seriously, you can bowl and
4: baking classes. Baking, I don't know
2: about (laughs) the baking.
11: Actually, a bowling alley in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's legit. Well, there you go. Too legit to quit, man. Well, (laughs) this has been a great tour for us. This actually has been our uh, biggest U.S. tour we've ever had on the car run. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. I mean, ever, ever since Judas went gold. Uh, last year, things have kind of really opened up and gotten even bigger for us. So we're super stoked. Philly's always been a great town for us. You guys have always been very supportive of us. So uh, we're really excited to come and rock with you again.
2: Excellent. Chris, it's great to talk to you. We'll send people in the direction of Brooklyn Bowl on Sunday. That's when the show is taking place with Fozzie. Thanks for being here,
11: man. You And what else are you going to do on a Sunday? That's right. Nothing else. Yeah, come on.
2: Exactly. All right, Chris
11: Jericho. Throw Thank- a you lanes, come watch some
2: great rock and yeah. roll.
6: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Bacon bowl, <laughs> I love it. Right, thanks, Chris. We'll see you, man.
4: Okay. Yeah. Take care, bud. By the way,
6: bacon bowls.
4: Yeah, bacon bowls.
6: <sighs> Introducing bacon bowl.
4: Oh my God, I love it. He's
2: hilarious, dude. He's I love, great. I love uh, Chris. He's and the band is. They played the MM
4: Barbecue before. It was oh, yeah. a lot of they fun, bad man. ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you to those guys. Remember, he was. Who did he introduce you to backstage? Was it uh, Tom Morello?
2: Uh, somebody. You, I
4: introduced him to Jay Wow. That's it. <laughs>
8: That's right. (laughs) I did. That's right. Jenny Farley,
2: right? Is that her (laughs) name? Yeah. 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 I've forgotten her last name. She was a huge fan. Yes. Yeah, I remember. And she was in the she was in the the, uh the catering area era and she had mentioned Fozzie and I was I had met her. I'm like, "Oh, Chris is right down the hall. You want to go
4: meet him?" So I introduced Jay-Will, <laughs> Look at you, brokering star power,
2: uh to Chris Jericho, which was uh, pretty cool. And He may have introduced me to somebody too and I don't remember. Nah. Right. There's so many MM barbecues. Yeah. It's hard to so many memories. memories. Yeah. All right, um <clears throat> I noticed a couple. Is it wow. Noticer Jr.? <laughs> it's going to be a quicker Noticer. Well, it's time for the Noticer. Mm. Noticer Jr. Um. Yeah, there's a couple things I wanted to run Across by. Across the school
8: cafeteria. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Back of the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to today get away from us without mentioning this. So there was a uh, study that was done. This is courtesy of the Census Bureau uh, and uh, AmeriCorps. And they have determined that Miami ranked dead last for neighborliness.
4: Miami?
2: <laughs> in the survey, yes. I was in Miami last night. Well, what's better than all that, you know who ranked in the top two?
8: Philadelphia.
2: Philadelphia. Oh God, really? That? Boston, Philadelphia, and Chicago. That's awesome. Yeah.
8: Listen, uh, Philadelphia's <clears> called City Neighborhoods, and I have noticed... Uh, I mean, we have a lot of City of, of Brotherly ideas. Love. City, City of Brotherly Love. But, uh, yeah, City Neighborhoods is one of the... Uh, uh, titles that we have but uh i i've experienced a town of cities yeah no but i've experienced like um really like kind neighborly people and gestures yes. when i least expected it mm-hmm. when yeah. I, I remember going into the south philly bar years ago and i felt super out of place and these guys came out to me and i, I thought they were going to tell me to leave and they inv- said hey man there's pizza over there if you want a <laughs> slice go grab yeah. one i was like the phrase I've heard a few times, Casey, is uh, "the biggest small town in the world" mm-hmm.
10: about Philadelphia, and I, and I feel that way a lot too. There are so many neighborhoods, um, and uh, sometimes it gets a little angry and contentious around here. But I think most people um, are pretty neighborly. Well, th- I think this mainly—mainly mainly
2: broke my chair. What happened? Of uh, lending a hand, yeah, sure. uh, to someone when they need it, and. Uh, So the information was gathered from September 20, in the the year September 2020 for a year. Oh, we were at our friendliest then. Um, It was while the country was still in various stages of lockdown amid COVID. Yeah. But Miami came in last in the informal helping category uh, with only 35% of residents lending a hand to those nearby. Informal helping is defined by AmeriCorps as assisting others outside of an organized context, including doing favors for neighbors.
4: Do you know where Miami lost points for that, that carving up people in the showers with chainsaws? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that's
2: bad. That's that's
4: bad.
3: I feel bad. Miami was, when I was there, I feel like it was very intimidating for me. Like, everyone's always up each other's ass there. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, at least the part I was in. And, and I the, guess the, it the was... The anal part. The touristy part. But, like, I was kind of like, I don't think that I need to come back here again. I don't think again.
4: Miami... Rep- Miami used to be considered the... Oh, that's Florida's Miami. I don't think Miami has, like, uh, Clearwater was a blast. Uh, Other towns outside of Miami, I think, is what makes, I used to despise Florida. Now I've turned around a lot on it. So, and Miami has nothing to do with it. Uh, I haven't uh,
2: spent time in Miami, so I can't speak to that. But what do you mean by up each other's ass? I don't
3: know. Like, they're just like, all like. Um, I'm trying to think of another city that maybe would...
4: Aggressively touristy?
3: Uh, no, not aggressively touristy. Like, almost like all about themselves. Like, oh. the people, I felt like the people walking around, which would make sense yeah. in this article, Right. like... They cared, you know, so much about themselves. They didn't know what was going on around them. And it, again, it may have been the area I was in, but to uh, like, be think seen, you're right,
10: like they to yeah, be yes. seen when you're there. Totally. Like yes. a lot yes. of it is about show and Correct. making sure that you're putting on a good show and that your fashion is loud and that you're,
4: you know, you're noticed. Nick, there are a lot of buildings there that have elevators for your car. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's a well-moneyed area of Miami, <laughs> and that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about that area. But it's just in general, there's no. To me, there's no draw. To, we used to vacation and go down to Miami, and there was, uh, um, what was the the famous the Fontainebleau Hotel mm-hmm. that had the uh, the ice rink inside, and you know, and it was it was crazy. But I, I don't ever hear anybody going, "I'm, I'm going to Miami," mm-hmm. you know, and when they're going to Florida.
3: Yeah, I yeah, I feel like in Florida there are like much more beautiful places to visit or just as beautiful yeah. that yeah. I just for me I went once and I don't need to go back. Same thing with Vegas.
2: But it's like a, yeah, it's a place to
4: be seen
3: type yeah. of
2: thing. Well,
4: uh you know, well,
2: you and South I were B-C, working yeah.
4: Vice down yeah. there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was uh yeah. it was a whole other thing in our pastel-colored leisure suits. As far
2: as the the most neighborly, um, Chicago landed third with 54.6% of inhabitants showing generosity during the pandemic. Uh, Philadelphia finished second Despite our reputation as yeah. in this article. Suck it.
3: But you know, we've had people come in here, and I, specifically comedians, um, that have said, I don't know, you know, like you guys yeah. are very nice and helpful, and, and you know, mm-hmm. this whole reputation that you have for being, you know, so rude, it didn't fly with them, or they, at least they didn't experience gotta
4: it. Got to keep
2: your mind open. Uh, and then uh, number one was Boston. Yeah. Had Am the most I, altruistic residents, with fifty-seven point nine percent of them assisting others. I think so. we're kindred spirits,
8: yeah, in many ways. I, I think yeah, so. no, I, I um like Boston. I don't like the Bruins or the Red Sox or the Patriots, but uh, their actual city, but the actual. But
3: like I, had I a, went last year. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so nice.
8: Uh, we went to a Red Sox game, and there was a guy who like hugged my dad as we were going <laughs> in. There was a bachelor party in front of us, that I was like, oh great, these guys are we're they're going to try and fight us. They were the nicest. Let my mom people. give you a hint. Yeah, but my um, um, my wife and daughter were just there last um, couple of days ago. Did they looking, enjoy it? Yeah, they loved yeah, it, but exactly. they were looking at colleges up there. Yeah. and uh, It, it all depends nice on school. your
2: experience, too, because yeah. I was talking to one night, I was at a party with a guy, I was talking to a gentleman who's African-American, and I was telling him how much I like Boston. He's like, dude, I, I the most racist experience of my life
3: oh, bummer. <laughs>
2: took place in Boston. Got the reputation. Know? So yeah. I, I don't know, you know, it, it depends. But apparently, according to this, um, neighborly wise, helping someone out and yes. when they need assistance need, yes. is supposedly, we in Boston and Chicago rank way up there. That's nice to hear. And Miami stinks. They, suck, <laughs> they stink on ice. <laughs> they stink right. on ice. Right. All right, I noticed this other thing. Uh, I noticed this other thing. He's with the Census Bureau, Rambo. This is a great email. This is from uh, John from Newcastle de Bellaware. He says,
5: ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he says, "Love you guys like Dr. Mike." By the way, as he signed it, which I thought was wonderful. <laughs> uh, but his name is uh, John Shore, and he said, "Greetings, guys. Uh, my wife is Polish Ukrainian. You guys got this email too. Yeah. And he said, uh, yesterday we were talking about Easter." And she casually mentioned something to me with a straight face, called
4: Dingus Day. Dingus Day, yes, yes, yeah. Have you heard of this? I have. Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but I know I've heard the name. Uh, she and she read the description to me.
2: So, uh, Dingus Day, actually, it's called Smigus Dingus. Okay, is a formerly pagan and now Roman Catholic celebration held on Easter Monday across Central Europe and in small parts. Uh, the Eastern and Southern, uh, of Eastern and Southern Europe. The tradition is widely associated with Poland and is observed by Polish uh, communities, particularly among Polish Americans who call it Dingus Day. Which, by the way, Dingus means, it's a, it's a, it's a euphemism for penis.
4: Oh, okay, so it's also like a dummy, a dingus, Yeah, a dingus, but yeah. you can also
2: call that right.
4: your dingus. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so, traditionally, here's what happens on Dingus Day. Boys will throw water over girls and spank them with pussy willow branches. yeah.
4: Okay. I, I got my pussy willow branch in the car.
2: On Easter Monday.
8: Oh, that's today. Kathy? Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is accompanied <laughs> nice. by a number of other rituals, such as making verse declarations and holding door-to-door processions
4: in some regions involving boys dressed as bears or other creatures. All right, so we have a bear head, a pink one. We can go get some pussy willows. Kathy, if you don't mind, we're going to dash with the water and spank you.
2: I don't know. Are the pussy willows in bloom right now?
4: <laughs> they are. Did you know yeah. that pussy willows are a really good native plant
10: to, uh, to plant in your garden? No. no. Yeah, they're, they're why? in... The, um, why,
4: why is this the first time I'm hearing of this?
10: Um, I read a really <laughs> fascinating article about the plants that you should not plant. <laughs> And uh, because uh, they are invasive, pussy willow willow is great for uh, your garden here in the
2: northeast. All right. What what is invasive? What is not good?
10: Uh, Like any Japanese plant, like a a Japanese azalea, for example, Crawling vagina. Uh, Those are terrible. (laughs) Don't want those. Uh, The Bradford pears, which we talk about every year. Yes. Those those are weak. They fall over in uh, um,
2: rainstorms and windstorms. My dad was telling me that he said that in the wind. Yeah. Bradford pears are bad. Yeah, I read the article. And they're all over the place. They yeah. are. They're and, the uh, semen trees. They
10: are. And, and, yeah. and, and they were. They are and were very popular when you know new developments and stuff.
2: Should we hook up some semen trees? And pussy roads? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See if we can
4: make We'll babies. call it jizz pines.
3: Um, I hate the azalea bush. It looks pretty for a little bit. What did it yeah. do to you? But, you
4: uh, get two weeks of gorgeous.
3: Yeah, but it's just, it wow. is. I can see, you said it's invasive. Is that what it, they... It depends yeah. on the
10: azalea yeah. that you plant. There are Japanese imports uh, that are um, invasive, but there are also native azaleas to the northeast. Also, rhododendrons. Are, yeah, we
8: had a, uh, two azalea bushes and, Kath, they were and great. And one iggy azalea. No, but they were great, Kath, for Easter pictures because they ah, bloom, yes. they bloom yes. right around Easter. It's they like, do. like, okay. Hang yeah. out in front of the bush that has yeah. all the flowers and everything. Yeah. Right. And my right. neighbor across the street had a giant pussy willow uh, tree in <laughs> yeah. their front yard. Yeah, Really? Yes. Too much of a pause. I didn't even you. know they got that big.
4: <laughs> my neighbor has a huge pussy
2: willow tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the origins of the celebration are uncertain. This is Dingus Day, by the way, for just two Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but it may date to pagan times before 1000 A.D. Interesting. It is described in writing as early as the 15th century, and it continues to be observed throughout Central Europe and also in the United States, where certain patriotic American elements have been added so, to the traditional Polish ones.
4: Was this was this as it was done throughout the uh, throughout time um, a fun interaction, or you know was what, it meant to be more? Um, like a Krampus Punitive, thing. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, There's it, a, this illustration here, this guy's got the bucket of water. This woman appears to be uh, being held against her will as yeah. they're moving towards a, uh, a him about to throw the water on her.
8: Yeah. Is, she's an unwilling participant in a wet t-shirt contest.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It just says, boys throw water over girls and spank them with pussy willow branches. Anything with... That's probably... It's probably not a good thing. You'll probably get an HR call on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> It's Dingus Day. It's Dingus it's my, Day. It's my religious observation.
4: I'm Polish. Wow.
2: All right. Anyhow, I was not familiar with Dingus Day. I thought that was kind of fun. Dingus Day. All right. Let me see what else I noticed here. All right. Uh, I noticed this story this morning. This was in England. A theater performance of the musical The Bodyguard Yes. was halted when audience members were singing loudly over the show's star and had to be thrown out. Uh, so the musical was, you know, the bodyguard say, you know, Winnie Houston. Yeah. And so it's in the scene where she's singing, uh, and I will always love you. at the, the, the end real, of the movie. The, the real quiet part. Right, in the right, yeah,
5: yeah.
2: Uh, you can hear these drunk women <laughs> singing oh. at the top of their lungs, <laughs> way off key. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I checked the audio. It's not really, I don't know if you'd be able to hear it very well because there's like a phone filming it. But. Uh, Two women were removed from the Palace Theater, one of the main theaters in Manchester, England. Uh, Six police officers attended the scene because apparently it got like raucous for a little bit. And it's actor Melody Thornton, uh, who plays the lead in The Bodyguard, had to apologize to fans after the incident. In an Instagram post, and said the disruptive element was not respectful. Uh, She had to stop singing the big final number twice due to the audience members shouting and singing. Uh, and then when they kicked them out, you can hear everybody cheering loudly.
4: What I'm surprised with is that they, 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 they stopped it. They, they didn't yeah. finish it all the way through to the end. They only had a couple of minutes left. Yeah, and they, they ended up not continuing. Right, and is, what about
2: the show always goes on? Well, probably, yeah, but the artist probably said, I can't work like this, or, you yeah, know, yeah. something along those lines.
4: I, those has ruined everything.
2: And uh, so if the incident has sparked debates about the conduct of audiences at musicals. With a number of people flooding the social media to say that singing over professional performers is disrespectful, has this type of thing been happening lately? Uh, I've Where never. I've been sing? to
4: my share of musicals and I've never had someone from the audience singing. A, uh, concerts, yeah. it happens obviously all the time. Yeah, but at a at a Broadway show or Broadway musical, I've never had it happen. Yeah, me either. Which would be just annoying as hell if that were the case. Um, so
2: it's it here. By the way. Um, last week, a survey by the UK's uh, Broadcasting Entertainment Communications and Theater Union revealed that 90% of its members had experienced antisocial behavior, often from drunken theater goers. Mass brawls, violent assaults, and people urinating in fire exits were some examples of unacceptable behavior that front-of-house theater staff said that they had experienced. It's like an anthrax concert.
4: <laughs> yeah. So. Th- that's going on at a, at, a, at a musical. Yeah. Like Pippin. Yeah, exactly. Getting into brawls? Um, I have some calls about Dingus Day. We need all to right.
2: explore this if you would like. To. Yes. All right. So let me go to uh, David. Hi, David. Good morning. Good morning, all. Hey, bud. Uh, yeah. Uh, my grandmother
12: came from Poland, and we grew up um, enjoying Dingus Day every year <laughs> on right. Easter Monday.
2: And was it and was it a, was it a fun
12: event? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So. It was not—we never threw buckets of water on one another, but you would, like, stick your hand in in a cup of water, uh. say, and then just flick water at someone else and say, dingus, dingus, and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. okay. Oh,
4: do oh it my water. God. All right. Let's do it with Bill today.
12: Dingus, dingus. Yeah. Yeah. Dingus, dingus, yeah. and then you just <laughs> run <away laughs> and splash water on someone else. So you're saying like a, a basic
4: water flick would get it done?
12: Uh, exactly. All just right. Flicking water, a couple splashes in someone's face, especially if they were doing something like reading or eating <laughs> or just or like not bothering toilet. anybody. <laughs> exactly. Just minding their own business, <laughs> yeah. and you dingus them, and then you take off. But uh, we never whipped anybody with pussy.
2: Will- Willows. Yeah. Right.
5: <laughs> oh,
2: my god. oh my god. All right, so it was mainly the water and just flicking it and saying dingus dingus. And then at what age did you stop participating in dingus day?
12: Um I think Well, I was like uh, 19 when my grandmother died, so that was probably when that stopped. But over the past couple of years, I might have flicked a little water here and there. All right. Um, I was texting with my six siblings as you started talking about this, and my younger sister said, oh, my God, it's a real thing. Well, yeah, it was real (laughs) because we grew up that way. David,
2: would you only do it to other people who knew what Dingus Day was, or would some of these oblivious bystanders (laughs) end up getting your wrath?
12: There might have been a, an oblivious bystander oh. here and there, but it was mostly practiced within our family um, and our friends. Our extended family have a large Polish, Italian, Catholic family, right. and um, it was just a fun thing that so we did. But, but, so it's family, but the idea is right. to do it
4: with family. You wouldn't do it necessarily with coworkers.
12: Um. Well, I was a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so right. no, none of my coworkers would have enjoyed it as a child. Okay. All
5: so, right. Um, I, I, that's interesting.
12: I did, I, I'm sure I did it to people at school. There was other, you know, Polish kids that um, that were in my school. Um, so, yeah, we did it to kids at school and stuff, but not as... am I'm, I'm sure we did it to plenty of people that didn't know what it was. All
2: right. <laughs> all right. victims. All right. Appreciate it, David. Thank you, man. Have
12: a great day.
5: You
2: Dangus. too. See Manus. you later, Dingus. Dingus, dingus. Dingus. We need Uh, to uh, reinstitute Dingus Day. Uh, Let me go to uh, Charlie uh, next. Who is
9: Charlie? Oh, (laughs) where is he? This is Charlie. Hey, Charlie. What's up? Hey, Bud. How you doing? All right. I worked in a uh, a warehouse in Delray, New Jersey, years ago. Friend of mine, named Billy, that worked in the warehouse department. He would do the Dingus Day every year. He was from Philly. He was Polish. He was one of the funniest guys you'd ever want to meet. And the first time he did it, he ran into the office because that's where I worked at. And he threw water on me like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. He was just rolling, but he just, he would get everybody nowhere else. It didn't matter. All right, and like
2: he, like uh, like the last caller. Would he say dingus dingus when he did it? Or yeah, would he,
9: yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, and, oh and, and, and then as and soon as he, the water hits you, he yelled the dingus dingus and run away. Be, would it be dingus
4: dingus or just dingus dingus?
9: Dingus dingus. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. It's like he would. It, you look around like what just happened? And, oh, and, uh, uh, so once I got got the thing and every like it was hilarious. Did did you, you ever kind of look forward to it every year?
4: Did you ever do? Yeah. It, did you ever do it yourself? Did you ever give someone the dicky No, thing no,
9: no, uh, no, 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 I never did. I just because just watching Billy do it, it was just such <laughs> such a blast. Okay, you enjoyed <laughs> it. That sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool, man. It was very very cool. Thanks, man. All right, uh, appreciate thanks. it, Charlie. Yeah, yes. Yes. We've got
10: a few texts yeah. from people. Uh, there's a, a place called Dag. Pub, it's in, uh, on Linden Avenue in Philadelphia, and um they have a Dingus Day celebration. And so a lot of people go to Dagwood's Pub in order to celebrate Dingus
2: Day, and they're doing so today. Okay. Okay. I wish we had known about this. I wonder if they're going to do the Dingus Day. They got to do the Dingus Day. <laughs> the yeah, dingus. What was yeah.
3: Point?
2: And the Pussy Willow thing. So far, no one has called in with that side of Maybe
4: it. Maybe that one just, just just got filtered out after the Me Too stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Casey was saying that
2: if if you have the water and the pussy willow, then you're going to have wet-ass pussy willow, (laughs) Yeah, uh, which can happen, and that can get dangerous, I guess. I don't Mm, know. It's (sighs) a whole other thing. Wow. Okay, interesting. Happy Dingus Day, everybody. Dingus, dingus, dingus. Dingus, dingus. Yeah. dingus. We have to wrap up the notice. Oh, man.
8: Yeah, I'm sorry. I want to stay on time. It's a short
2: one. Last time we did the uh, concert cash keyword, it was a little bit late, and I want to make sure that we are on time for this so we have every opportunity to win. A thousand bucks and tickets to the MMRBQ by the witch. By the witch? By the (laughs) witch. By the way, we have revealed the lineup of that. You can go to WMMR.com and get all that information there. You can even text the word finally to 39333 and we'll send the link to you. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. We'll have the concert cash keyword when we return.
1: Finally. MM Barbecue 2023 starring Shine Down Billy Idol with a rebel, yeah, dancing
14: with myself.
1: Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion plus special guests A. Ron Jones I'm super Larkin Poe Dirty Honey I'm candy, candy, candy. 11. Well, I'm not MMR's local shots opener, Vixen
7: 77.
1: And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com from 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: We got, a you know, less than a minute or so here before we go to the concert cache. So I have this quick follow-up on uh, Dingus Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there's a text uh, somebody sent in, and they sent a link. Now, I haven't gone to the link yet, but it says, this article says that the ladies get their revenge on Tuesday, the day after Dingus Day, by throwing dishes or crockery at boys.
4: <laughs> wow. It seems that, that that scales it up a little bit. It does and then on Wednesday the boys can return the uh, the attack by throwing bricks. Um, so Dingus Day starts with flicking,
2: wa- pouring right. pouring water on women and whipping them with pussy willows, mm-hmm. and then the next day the girls get to throw dishes or crockery at boys. And then by Friday it's a battle axe. Yeah,
4: right. That's a little too much. That's a bit much. For- water water to dishes. That's a big leap, I think.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Not sure if it's legit or not, but that was a text <laughs> I got. All right. It is now officially 10 a.m.
6: MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: All right. Keyword is quick. Q-U-I-C-K. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. You can either do that on the contest page at WMMR.com via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number we have, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. The tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Winners will get a call from Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Meineke. So again, the word is quick. Q-U-I-C-K. Enter it right now.
1: Now, WMMR presents Kristen (laughs) and Steve's Bizarre Final.
2: Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber. And they're your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. You can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. All right, let us begin with uh, this story. An outdoor mall in Ohio prepared long and hard for an Easter egg hunt that didn't go as planned at all, pretty much from the start. In fact, the situation sounds ugly. Monday, the Green Town Center posted a long explanation on Facebook about what went terribly wrong on Sunday. On behalf of the green management team, it mentioned the second annual community easter egg hunt did not turn out as we had hoped and planned for due to several factors. The post described the work put into planning the event and that everyone was very upset with the outcome <laughs> and the way that they were treated by community members at the conclusion good. of the event. Yeah. Then the management team, clearly still angry, described in detail what went wrong and who was to blame. Uh, they said they spent 90 minutes instructing participants on how the event would go. They said one and two-year-olds get to start first. In a designated area where they had eggs laid out specifically for them, then three- and four-year-olds would get 60 seconds with a parent to go head start. And following that, the hunt would begin for everyone else. However, it didn't go as well as planned from the get-go. They said, we had an extremely difficult time with crowd control and keeping people away from the center court area. We asked repeatedly, participants move." Adults were not permitted to picking up eggs, yet we saw so many doing so, which resulted in some children leaving empty-handed. And they were apparently pushing children out of the way, Knocking people over! Wow! They said this is absolutely unacceptable behavior, and we apologize to anyone that's affected by these actions. This happens every year. Yeah, this happens every year. They it's have like Easter egg hunts, and when parents get there, <laughs> they start knocking people around. Come on, man! Fortunately, no one was injured. I've I've had worse in the bizarre file <laughs> before, but apparently. Uh, they said it uh, was starting to get out of control the post. By the way, it was almost 500 words long. I'll kill you! And it uh, was shared over 1,000 times in less than 10 hours. It may not, may not be a third annual egg hunt.
12: <laughs> I don't think they should have
2: one. And they did not mention the possibility of a repeat on any part of the event next year. So, we'll see. Health officials in Pierce County. Uh, this is in... Where is this? Tacoma, Pierce County. I think this might be in Nevada. I'm not sure. Anyhow, uh, so they said that a woman with tuberculosis is ignoring a court order to isolate. According to that report, an officer who was directed to follow the patient said that they watched her get onto a city bus and visit a local casino. And that could cause a big problem because tuberculosis is spread when a patient coughs or sneezes in the air. And if TB isn't treated early, it can lead to long-lasting lung damage and can even infect other parts of the body, like bones, the spine, and even the brain. In a more severe cases,
4: it can even kill the patient. Is it possible she doesn't know what isolate means? Yeah, maybe that's it. I I mean, go out and socialize? Is that what she thinks?
8: A lunch lady at my high school, she, uh, she ended up passing away. She had tuberculosis, and the entire school, 2,000 students and faculty, all had to get TB tests. Wow. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Another court hearing is scheduled for Friday. Uh, the health department said the next steps could involve booking the woman to jail. Mm. A judge had issued a civil arrest warrant for the woman last month after she refused to isolate or take life-saving medication for over a year. Can't so they, she
4: gamble on her phone? They may throw... Yeah, exactly. Right? You could do that. You got it you now.
2: So, yeah. Uh, A Las Vegas woman has been arrested after a 15-year-old boy was crushed to death when she let him ride his skateboard while holding on to the side of a car. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Anais Hernandez was a passenger in the car when Anthony De La Torre was run over, having claimed that it was too dangerous to let him do the stunt, only then to let an inebriated friend, Destiny Jimenez, get behind the wheel instead. Uh, Jimenez, who was 19 at the time, began cruising down the street.
4: Here, you're drunk. You take the wheel.
2: While the teen held on from outside while he suddenly fell from the skateboard and got caught under the car, Hernandez would later tell police that it felt like they ran over a bump. <sighs> uh, De La Torre died from his injuries. Uh, days later, his cause of death was multiple blunt voice uh, injuries. Uh, Hernandez, who had felony warrant out for arrest on charges for child abuse slash neglect, was taken into custody on Wednesday. After the teen's death, Jimenez was arrested and charged with reckless driving resulting in a death, the UI resulting in death and other charges, as well as a tragic story. And those things, while they're fun, uh, can turn real bad very, very quickly. Uh, A man was arrested Friday morning after he allegedly broke into two homes, then tried to evade deputies by jumping in a swimming pool and onto a trampoline, (laughs) all while naked. (laughs) (laughs) Deputies said they responded around 2 a.m., the report of a burglary and encountered the suspect. I, I jump off the high dive. As 34-year-old Blake Talkman, <laughs> Talkman smashed out a window to break into one home and then left and broke into another house. Deputy said they encountered Talkman at the second house. Body-worn camera footage video released by the sheriff's office shows Talkman. Running from de- the deputy, jumping in a pool, then climbing out of the pool and jumping onto a trampoline. a trampoline. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's there. Yeah. You can't resist the it. These are fun. Um, by the way, it took four deputies to get custody of Talkman, who oh. kicked a, or hit the deputies it's as well. It's hard to cuff someone when you're all bouncing. Uh, in addition to being naked, the sheriff's office said Talkman was covered in wheel bearing grease. What? Right. peppermint oil and
8: blood oh,
4: man. well that's why I he can ex- in the- yeah I can explain
8: <laughs> maybe that's why he jumped in the pool
4: yeah <laughs> I know it sounds weird yeah. but I can
2: explain wheel bearing grease peppermint oil and blood uh, they believe
4: he may have been under the influence of an unknown substance or substances I was doing a uh, auto alignment in the back of a spa when I got my period uh, they- <laughs> okay <laughs> They said it took three medical
2: professionals to secure him on a stretcher for evaluation and treatment. Uh, he faces charges, uh, faces charges of two, account- two counts of occupied burglary, three counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, and two counts of criminal mischief mm. and resisting arrest with violence. And we'll just, we'll end on that one. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I,
4: I, I am getting the urge to, uh, to get on a trampoline. Oh, yeah? All oh. these trampoline parks that I see around here. How and long I, has I, it I've... been since you've jumped on one? Because listen, 40 years. The reason I
2: ask you is because a few years ago, my friend owns a uh, playground equipment uh, company. And so we were there one day. I'm like, I'm going to get on the train. He's like, sure. I get in there. I'm like, 10 minutes later, (laughs) I am done, man. I'm like, this used to be so much fun. Oh, we loved
3: it. Actually, Preston, I believe we bought our trampoline from uh, your friends. And uh, yes, you get exhausted. But also, like, I look at it now and I'm like, I really want to get on there and jump. If I do... I. Probably won't be able to walk tomorrow. Like at least for like a day. Case
8: you
4: after yourself up right
8: Uh, on a trampoline. Yeah, but I was I was a kid and that didn't deter me from. I thought it was recently. Did you have a
9: foot injury? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah.
8: Skyzone, but that was just a freak injury. I had already suffered from a injured uh, foot. Uh, What's that? The plantar fascia. So I tore that that ligament. But I'll still I'll go back. It's fun yeah. though, is it not? Well, that wasn't fun because no. I jumped no. into a foam pit. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. it's fun. definitely
2: fun. It's just exhausting. exhausting. Like I had no idea. I mean, I could spend all day on a trampoline when I was a kid. Oh it was yeah, so much fun. We
4: we do it in in junior high and high. We had trampoline. Bring in trampolines. That was part of our gym thing. Yeah. Casey
10: at the Sky Zone uh, in Oaks, we would go because uh, Ben loved it, and they have the, the you know the basketball hoops where you can play and. uh Ben would go, Steve, for like yeah. half an hour. I'm, I'm like three <laughs> times down. I'm like, you know, i to take a little bit of a breather. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. A lot of Good time, buddy.
3: Over the break, I took uh, Jason, my nephew, to um, Urban Air, which is like, yes. is like trampoline park slash other stuff but i mean they mainly were on the trampoline part. we were there for 3 hours oh my god. and they pretty much jumped the entire time i'm like how are you guys still able to function <laughs> yeah. so
4: the guy who did the security for my house does, did the interior they have to have so many cameras trained on every part of those places like sky zone and whatever because of the potential injuries and lawsuits yeah. you oh, know i, I think I, yeah.
3: actually we were talking about the waivers i was talking to my yeah. brother about the waivers that we signed and he's like god i guess they just like pay so much in insurance i'm like no because we're signing our lives away <laughs> right, yeah, when yeah. we sign these.
2: So uh, I, I recommend it, Steve. Go yeah, for it. It's definitely yeah. fun for a minute. And Which <laughs> one should I go to? Oh, I don't know. Urban I'm Air is pretty cool. But Urban areas. is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, they're, they're all great. All right. right. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Uh, good luck to you. By the way, there's five minutes left for you to air the word quick. So do that now. And it's for MMR's Concert Cash, Q-U-I-C-K. You can go to wmr.com You can enter it in the MMR app, or you can text the word quick Two four five nine one one. We'll see if you win a thousand dollars in MMRBQ tickets. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
1: Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre yeah, Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town. Movies to see. Exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list.
7: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Today is a Monday. We have a word of a prize. That is a four-pack
7: of front-row tickets with the early access pit passes for
2: Monster Jam this Saturday. So we'll get a letter at the end of our program to begin that whole process. And don't forget, we have MMR's concert. Cash goes on throughout the day. We got details at WMR.com. We made the announcement of the lineup for MMRBQ. That information is available at WMR.com. A host of things for you to uh, check out and to be a part of. So uh, we're going to move along, though, and ask a lesson question from today. And we're going to give away a $50 card uh, to Manhattan Bagel. And the question that we will ask uh, was from uh, uh, almost 7 o'clock this morning. Which James Cromwell movie was Babe (laughs) the Pig's favorite? He asked him about it. He did. Which James Cromwell movie was Babe the Pig's favorite. If you heard that earlier this morning, then you know, and you need a call. 215-263-WMMR we'll get you a prize your effort. In the meantime, we'll do the trash while we wait for that call.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Horizon Services.
2: From cold showers to clogged drains, Horizon's highly trained expert plumbers are there when you need them with 24-hour emergency plumbing solutions. Visit horizoneasybook.com to book in 30 seconds.
4: What's up, Steve? Well, two women accusing George Foreman of sexual abuse 45 years ago and want him to to agree to a polygraph test. Ironically, George Foreman's lawyer says he refuses to be grilled.
5: Ah-ha!
3: Thank you.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Terrifying moment at the Masters on Friday after a huge pine tree fell near the 17th tee at the famed Augusta National Golf Course nearly crushing spectators. Tournament officials immediately classified the falling tree as a 1,000 wood. (laughs) Oh,
11: my God.
4: And finally, Olivia Culpo and Christian McCaffrey are officially engaged after the NFL star popped the question to the 30-year-old supermodel while the two were on vacation. McCaffrey reportedly dropped to one knee, exclaiming, quote, I want to spend forever with your breast, ass, vagina, vagina, breast, <laughs> ass, <laughs> breast, <laughs> vagina.
5: <laughs> Alrighty,
2: we'll see if we know the answer to the question. Uh, we're going to go to uh, caller, and it is Marnie that we're going to try this out on. Ah. Hey, Marnie, good morning. Hello. Hello. All right, Marnie, which James Cromwell movie was Babe the Pig's favorite? L.A. Confidential? L.A. Confidential. Yeah!
6: Hang
4: on, Marnie. Marnie's a great man. It's a Hitchcock movie.
2: We are going to give you a $50 gift card to Manhattan Bagel, where sandwiches are always made to order with real, fresh, cracked eggs on the grill and authentic New York-style bagels. You can order ahead at ManhattanBagel.com.
1: Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
2: All right, it's brought to you by PGW. It says powered by PGW. Oh, uh, Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate up to uh, $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. So, listen to this. Gavin Rossdale is a grandfather. Whoa. I no. Wow. Uh, The Bush front man's daughter, Daisy Lowe. Welcome to Baby Girl with her fiancé, Jordan Saul, on Sunday. She wrote on Instagram, our Easter egg finally hatched. Ivy loves Saul. You have made all my dreams come true. Our dream girl. I have never known happiness or love like this. I can't stop crying tears of joy. And that's all I know about that. that. Is that the daughter that he discovered later in life? I
4: think so. The one that he found out he had after being with Grant Stefani?
10: I think that, yeah, because he was married to her and it, but it had a prior relationship, and sure. that's, where the, that's where that child came from. And yeah. that's
4: when he renamed the band Old Wiry Gray Bush. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a grandpa now. It's crazy. Uh, the
2: offspring are planning to support Budweiser, uh, following country singer Travis Tritt's decision to ban Anheuser-Busch beverages from his backstage hospitality riders. Uh, and Noodles tweeted out on Thursday, we are going to be adding Anheuser Busch products to and Jack Daniels to our hospitality writer just to piss off a bunch of dim-witted bigots who fear what they don't understand. He said, I know an S ton of artists who feel exactly the same, and we drink, and he says in all caps, a lot. <laughs> uh Tritt lashed out after the band had uh or the brand had teamed up with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, for a March Madness campaign. And so this is kind of a cap campaign to that uh, Travis Tritt, deciding that he doesn't want them backstage. So happy for those guys. Love the Offspring. Metallica has announced four-night Jimmy Kimmel Live residency. The band announced via Twitter we're celebrating 72 seasons release week by taking over late night. The announcement continued saying catch us on Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC Monday, April 10th through Thursday, April 13th for four live performances one night of chatting on the couch as well, and whatever other fun Jimmy has in store for us.
8: How many nights do you need to do in a row in order for it to become a residency? I
2: think it's, it's a, is it a, at least a full week? I would think they're more only doing than four. four. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So it's uh, he does five live shows a week, I assume?
10: I think it's. I think they only do four, most okay. late-night guys. Okay. They, they usually take Friday off and tape uh, two shows on Thursday.
2: All right. Well, maybe that's considered a residency and late-night TV. Uh, uh, lore, I don't know. Uh, ousted Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist Josh Klingoffer admits that he's been far from impressed with the music that the band has recorded without him. Uh, he, uh, of course, guitarist uh, John Frusciante joined in late 2019 to perform in the band's next two albums, Unlimited Love and Return to the, of the Dream Canteen, both of which were released in 2022. Uh, Klinghoffer now performs as part of Eddie Vedder's side band, The Earthlings, as well as a touring member of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Uh, he admitted that he couldn't help comparing the unreleased music that he was creating with the band prior to the band uh, tr- prior to being forced out of uh, the out to the music featured on their new album. Is this code? No, hang on a second. Uh, he admitted that he couldn't help comparing the unreleased music that he was creating with the band prior to being forced out here. Oh. to the music featured on their new albums with Frishante. He said it's tough listening to their new music because I honestly think we were doing cooler music. I never want to sound negative about anyone doing music, but I was shocked when I heard their new record. When asked about the band's latest music recorded with John Fajante, he said, I don't think I finished listening to the second one. I was trying to cram it all in uh, once leaving on a plane, and I got as far as uh, maybe the ninth song, and I don't think I listened to the rest, he said. But what he's heard, he said he wasn't that impressed with. Ghost has announced... They released a covers EP called Phantomime. and they also premiered a video of their cover of Genesis, uh, Genesis's, is that how you say that? I'd say Genesis-es. Genesis's. Genesis's. Uh, Jesus, He Knows Me. Uh, this is due out on May 18th. The track listing is See No Evil by television, Jesus, He Knows Me by Genesis, Hanging Around by The Strangers, The Stranglers, <laughs> sorry, Phantom of the Opera from Iron Maiden, and we don't need another hero Thunderdome from Tina Turner. Wow! Yeah, <clears throat> he's doing a cover. They're doing a cover of that. That wasn't a very good movie, and we should have been
8: better. Yeah, Road Warrior is the best of the uh, lot.
2: I thought the song was pretty decent. Yeah, so,
4: I mean, sometimes you're not hungry.
8: I've never seen it, and I don't think I've ever seen Road Warrior. But I did watch that. Uh Fury
4: Road. Fury. Yeah, yeah it I, was. It I was good. The yeah, the original Mad Max, which is the original, then the Road Warrior, which is, uh, I think, the, the best. Mm-hmm. I, the, my um, uh, the Mad Max Fury Road which is a, a movie about Furiosa. Uh, right. Mad Max is hardly in it, so that's my problem with that one. But I still enjoyed the movie. Uh, with little fanfare, rushes Getty Lee. Officially announced
2: on his Getty Images Instagram account his autobiography, which will be titled My Effin' Life. And it will be published on November 14th. Other than posting the cover sleeve for the memoir, he uh, added only more to come. Uh, He has previously recalled that he began working on the memoir during lockdown. Back in 2021, he posted on his social media pages uh, saying that there were some shiny silver linings to be found at home. Teaching my grandson the finer points of baseball and bird watching tending to my pups, one of whom was quite ill, and spending evenings in my lovely better half with a glass of armagnac in hand as we watched every European mystery show ever produced. Oh, and another thing, I began to write. Words, that is. And he went on to explain that uh, the long shadow of Neil Peart's 2020 death played a part in inspiring him uh, in writing the book. He said, my friend and collaborator on The Big Beautiful Book of Bass, Daniel Rickler, uh, saw how I was struggling in the aftermath of Neil's passing and tried coaxing me out of my blues with some funny tales from his youth, daring me to share my own in return. So I did <clears throat> reluctantly at first, but then remembering, oh, yeah, I like wrestling with words. So looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. that. Is that a, a joke, an inside joke or anything? My effing life or is that just him being? I, I've never heard it. OK. I don't really know, but uh, it, it may be. You never know. They they have a lot of. Yeah. They're Canadians. Yes. They have These little jokes, you know, <laughs> that they throw out. Canadian jokes. Uh, Graham Nash revealed that his late partner, David Crosby, died in his sleep while battling another bout with COVID, COVID, uh, according to Rolling Stone. Uh, Nash, who was publishing the May 19th release of his latest solo set, which is titled uh, Now, on uh, a podcast, frankly, spoke about Crosby's passing. He said uh, that he was rehearsing for a show to do in Los Angeles with a full band. After three days of rehearsals, he felt a little sick. And had already had COVID, and he had COVID again. And so he went home and decided that he would take a nap, and he never woke up. He said, but he died in his bed, and
4: that's fantastic. He went
2: on to say, I mean, the fact that he made it to 81 was
4: astonishing. Yes, we've, we said that. He was, it was on borrowed time and got a good run. He said, but his death
2: was a shock. It was kind of like an earthquake. You know, you get the initial shock, and then you figure out that you survived, but these little aftershocks kept coming up, and they're diminishing in size as I go along. Regarding their strained relationship over the past half decade, he said, listen, I'm very pleased that David and I were getting closer towards the end. He had a good life. I mean, what incredible music he made. He was a fantastic storyteller. I love him dearly. And looking back at uh, what separated us, it was just foolish stuff, really. The music is the most important part of our relationship.
4: And then we have a couple of clips to play. Uh the Grammy Salute the Beach Boys took place over the weekend. I watched it last night and I'd forgotten it was on and I I, I simultaneously was thrilled and, and grunted like oh no because I really wanted to watch it. <laughs> uh and and uh it was great. I mean they had um the remaining obviously they 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 excluded the dead Beach Boys which I think was a good idea. Yeah. But they actually did something which was kind of interesting person they had them all up in a um in an elevated um you know balcony. Mm-hmm. and uh, they so the artists were able to come out and perform and, and look at them. A lot of times they'd have them in the front row, uh, but uh, it was it was kind of a cool thing, and they had the artists that were performing these various Beach Boys songs uh, kind of tell what the songs meant to them. So it was, it was really kind of interesting. Nick's pulling up a video. There was uh, Luke Spiller. Was Luke there. Spiller did yeah. a great job with, uh, and they didn't include the audio, which pissed me off, uh, with uh, um, Pretty Reckless with Taylor Mumsum.
2: Nice. Uh, so here's a uh, some clips we have. This is uh, Weezer. Yeah, and uh, they're playing uh, California Girls.
4: I mean, nice they, they, cover. they yeah, yeah, they stayed. Everyone stayed pretty close to the source with some, you know, some uh, flights of fancy. But, um, yeah. And uh, Brandi Carlisle did In My Room, which is one of my favorite songs. Here we go. Beach Boys fan. Yeah. A lot of these artists that you yeah. would not suspect. Like, I, I don't know much about. I know Charlie Puth, and I've I've seen you know some footage of him performing. But uh, apparently, he was weaned on the Beach Boys. All right, and here's him doing. Wouldn't it be nice? It
7: feels very special to play the song that's track one on the CD that I grew up listening to the most. The fact that I get to play it in front of all the Beach Boys, I'm still kind of taking it in. It's very overwhelming. I'm sweating.
4: Yeah. did they have uh, like a, a group of people that they, doing did. Backup vocals? they had a stock group of of of, yeah. of the voices that were there that played were back there same drummer same people who were um, obviously top of their craft but that that whole uh, you know three part harmony they had a set group that was there to provide that for everyone. That's phenomenal. How long was the uh, was the special? Uh, it started late. I had it recorded. I had to record the whatever show was after that. But okay. it was uh, uh, and then watched it back. You know, skipping the commercials. Supposed to be from eight to ten. It ended up being nine to eleven. Okay. I, yeah. There's
8: a band I like called Fleet Foxes that were um, uh, pretty heavily influenced by the Beach Boys. That uh, I you know I guess they're just not big enough to. You know, make the cut for for something like that. Well,
4: you'd be surprised who they're grabbing out. I mean, the they Hanson did a Hanson. Yeah. By the way, Hanson now is handsome. Yeah, <laughs> and all those kids grew up to look uh, look really good, but they're um, they did a great job. And uh, you know, the, the harmonies in the Beach Boys songs are just amazing. Steve, did you see the? Because
10: uh, I'm watching this uh, reel on Instagram. Did you see? Um... Uh, Jim James from My Morning Jackets yes. performance? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that guy, yeah. Great,
4: I mean, it's sensational. Which, do you know which song he did? Uh, you know, I forget, Nick. Okay. I also, uh, um, God, what is he? Who did uh, uh, Pumped Up Kicks? Um, Foster the... Possibly yeah, people. Possibly people. Possibly. Right. yeah. They, they, they were there uh, and did, did as well a, a great performance. That's awesome. So they, they had a very eclectic group of people celebrating, rightfully so, the Beach Boys. If you missed it, how do you find it? Uh, I think have, you can go or, to probably a, a Paramount, Paramount or yeah, yeah. yeah, Paramount Plus will probably Yeah, I it.
3: just found it. CBS posted a link. The whole thing's up there. It's 90 minutes. We'll post it on com so you can watch the whole thing.
4: Nice. Love it. Thank you, Marissa. All right,
2: um, we're going to wrap up music news with a phone call, and I am going to Jack. Jack, good morning. Hey, pressure to see you. What's up? Yeah, oh, bud. Nice to talk bucks, to you. Nice, man. <laughs> hey, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, are you calling in to talk about music news or what? I'm calling to tell you I want 1000 bucks. Ah! Oh, that, awesome. And that's how you do that. Woo-hoo. MMR's a concert, at the cash, and Jack is our first winner. Awesome! And, and Jack, not only do you get a thousand dollars, which is pretty sweet, but you win the first tickets to the MMR barbecue as well. Oh, that's awesome! I'm looking for. I never went there. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right, well, it's going to be on September 16th, uh, and we expect to see cool. you there. And you're buying everybody beers, right? I sure am.
5: All right, yeah. <laughs> happy to hear
2: that. Uh, where are you from, Jack? from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Excellent. Thank you for rocking with MMR. We appreciate it, buddy. MMR rocks.
12: I listen to you guys every day. Thanks.
2: Oh, thanks, All right, man. Then. Let's
12: hear it for Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Right. Next opportunity is coming up. When do we have our next opportunity? I haven't, yeah. I haven't gotten into the times yet. Noon will be your chance because we're going to be doing it uh, every day at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. and noon and 3 and 5 p.m. So, uh, Pierre, with your next shot to win. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We will wrap up our program when we return, and we'll give you that letter of the day for the World of Prize. Stay with us.
6: 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon: Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
14: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volé, and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, TAM and Inc., because everybody has the right to access and- Information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
6: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly first.
14: Preston
1: and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Wow. No, 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 no not, not the Daily not Letter. No. I thought
4: that was the new format that we were doing. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, you no. don't even say anything. You just go right to the letter.
2: The, the, maybe we do that every break.
4: <laughs> the word of the week, probably, the, the word's going to be like <laughs> right. 50 characters
2: long by the time we're done. Uh. All right, anyhow, that was uh, Lincoln Park. That was a test. Yeah. 93.3. Oh, Casey's going to give me my official music bet. Hang on. There we go. 93.3 yeah. WMM. Lincoln Park. All right, it's 1046. We are wrapping up the program. And well, what a program it has been. A uh, return from a few days off. And uh, we had a really good time as we uh, chatted with a good friend, Chris Jericho. Yes, great guy. Of Fozzie. They are playing Brooklyn Bowl. And that will be on the 16th of this month. And it's uh, Sunday. And you can go to Fozzerock.com. Um, for information to get those tickets. But Chris is awesome, and the band is fantastic. Um, and then we rolled out the information for MMRBQ 2023. The official announcement has been made. You will find Saturday, September 16th, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, Shinedown, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, and Aaron Jones. The GA portion of the day includes Dirty Honey, Finger 11, uh, and Tiger Cub, and MMR's local shots artist Vixen 77. And on top of that, uh, we have the return of the Preston and Steve side stage, yes, featuring live band karaoke. And as we get closer, we will let you know what you need to do in order to possibly end up on stage singing live at the MMR because that was so much fun last year. It was yeah. terrific. It was, a, it was a little thing that we were going to try, and just as a you know, just for fun, a lark. and it ended up being a blast. Uh, so, details, com Tickets start at 25 bucks on the lawn, and uh, while those last, VIP and pit tickets are also available. And we gave away money today. We uh, started the concert cash, and uh, we just had a $1,000 winner just a couple of minutes ago. And uh, excited to begin that. Pierre's going to have your chance uh, later on today.
0: Amen. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. Welcome back, kids. Good to be back. But nice to have you all back in the saddle. Yes, sir. Uh, and hear the MMRBQ announcement and the concert cash announcement. It's yeah. all good. yeah. Good stuff.
2: Forward momentum. Forward momentum. Um, shall we get the letter of the day from you? We shall. All right, here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR.
2: Now the daily letter. Preston and Steve is brought to you today by the letter
1: D, as in dingus. Dingus <laughs> day.
2: Dingus Happy day. Happy dingus <laughs> day. Dingus, 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 and dingus.
0: Have a fungus.
2: Ding dirty dingus. Uh, we have a four-pack of front-row tickets with the early access pit passes for Monster Jam this Saturday, April 15th, Lincoln Financial Field. You can experience full-throttle family fun at Monster Jam, where world-class athletes and their 12,000-pound monster trucks tear up the dirt in wide-open competition of speed and skill. And tickets and information available at MonsterJam.com.
0: Dot com. Uh, everything good in your world? Yeah, very good, very good. What's happening today? Uh, on the program, we have a Monday program and some good energy for you. Workforce blocks will include the Stray Cats, Brian Setzer's birthday. It's such a fun band. Um, I just love them. A block of Disturbed and a block of Kansas. So we're all over the oh, musical oh, Wow. Uh, but, uh Sets her to disturb to Kansas. <laughs> yes. All right. I mean, but, you know, if you're going to say everything that rocks, you may as well prove it. Yes. You know? So I, I intend to prove it today.
4: Excellent. Otherwise, we're just like dust in the wind.
0: Otherwise, we are dust in the wind. But, you know, all I can do is carry on my favorite <laughs> son. <laughs> yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, well, I would like. But I'm not down with the sickness. <laughs> no, you're just sexy and 17. <laughs> um, I'm just doing my stray cat strut. That's all I got. I can't turn it over no, yeah, You guys so are already good. at the point of no return. Mm-hmm. You made it. Okay, I got, you did it. I got one It's Friday. All yeah. <laughs> you got one No from all sad, time. bro. None. Yay. That's not Friday. <laughs> 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 all
2: right, I want to thank our sponsors. President's team show brought to you today by Duncan. The President's team runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Shock IT. Protect your business. IT infrastructure now. we Shock IT Com. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow on our program, we're going to have joining us May Pang. Yes, wow. May Pang was uh, John Lennon's lover for a little while. Wow. While she and uh, or he and uh, um, I was going to say Ringo, Ringo we're, were taking a break. Sex. No, he and Yoko were taking a break. That hurt. And uh, <laughs> they spent quite a while together. So we'll talk to May Pang later on. Uh, actually, tomorrow. And then we have uh, Chris Davis, who is going to be playing George Foreman. Yes. Uh, in the George Foreman biopic. Which is pretty wild. And he'll be in our studio tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and we also have Tattoos Tuesday, and other things that are going to be taking place. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston
1: and Steve on 3.3 WMMR.
12: Everybody's good to have you on the map. Two by two, ba ba, Paducah, got ba
1: Ninety-three-three, WMMR presents concert cash.
6: Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon, then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the concert cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. It's the official at WMMR.com. It's Concert Cash.
7: Sponsored by Mina Key. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more.
5: Doing car care right.
6: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that
5: rocks.